ECW original pit bull number one, Gary Wolf, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Don't miss it. Yes, Gary, thank you so much for that awesome intro. You're listening once again to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. I am your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, always joined with the most handsome man in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton, and as always, Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noise. Guys, what's going on today? Nothing, man. It's uh, nice to hear your nickname finally starting to roll off the tongue. It flows off the tongue very nice. You yeah, go. you're working the gimmick today. Thank you so much. Right. I'm putting myself over, and thank you so much once again for giving me that moniker, the $100 man. Mm. Yeah. Drunken Jeff came up with that. <laughs> Drunken Jeff. There you go. <laughs> I was... High, actually, not. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> it's, well, it's funny because I gave Jeff the Mister Wonderful gimmick by looking at Mister Wonderful on the wall, and I just, I just threw the handsome moniker to you like forty-seven episodes ago. So my my negativity brings on the wonderfulness. Yeah, so. it's, it's kind of yin and yang, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yin and yang. So, what a week in professional wrestling, right? Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to start the episode off with some sarcasm because. <laughs> As, as we always Ooh. say, I mean, predictability, we talk about a lot in this podcast, but something that we can talk about is the good old uh, moniker rinse and repeat, mm. right? Because well, if anybody watched like the past two Raws, <laughs> if anybody has watched the past two Monday Night Raws, it's been nothing but rinse and repeat. You know what, though? After Mania, they kind of always have this issue of where to go from here. And like the pay per view immediately after pay, uh, after WrestleMania usually is pretty weak anyway. Yeah, but historically weak. Historically weak. Like I can't think of a good like backlash <laughs> or whatever pay per view it always follows. Well, WrestleMania backlash, Excuse which is you. the dumbest damn name, and it's really aggravating. Well, see, they finally like leaned into it because that's always what that next pay-per-view was, was yeah, just, just rehashes of everything. I know. I, I, I think they're yeah. obsessed with the Buccaneer look, so I think they want to keep it going as long as they can. Yeah, to they want to keep that gimmick. They want to keep making more money off of the money that they already lost no. from last year because <laughs> they were selling shirts that said, I wasn't there. Yeah, and, and the Mom, big, we have WrestleMania at home. And WrestleMania. The, the, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the, the biggest fan at WrestleMania t-shirts, and it was a picture of the fan. Great value. Yeah, the slow isolation fan above the uh, entranceway last year yes. no but I mean as a wrestling fan you gotta be nothing but disappointed by by Monday Night Raw I mean honestly it's coming to the point where I don't like watching it and it's really sad for me to say that because I've been through Monday Night Raw from the beginning through the new generation era when it was pretty bad through the peak with Austin and I grind the wave since but now there's so much it's, it's a complete 180 with new commentators and when you have wrestlers that haven't been on program since WrestleMania, like AJ Styles oh, and, and yeah. almost he won the tag team titles. And he's on a milk TV. carton. Put him on a milk carton. That's funny because it's funny because the four three four. I've seen that. that. Yeah, I think he fell off the uh, flat Earth that we're on. Oh, so, probably. Oh, well, he sailed away on that boat, <laughs> you know, from that Buccaneer ship. Exactly. Yep. I don't know sailed what's going on with them, but yet. Although, Could be COVID, but they don't want to announce it. Yeah. I, mean, oh, I was going to say, Tom, do you, dirt sheet mania over there. No, dude. yeah. I haven't been. I, well, listen, I haven't been bathing in the dirt sheets because there's nothing to, to, to bathe about. There's nothing to bathe in. I mean. There's nothing going on. The, no. the, the coolest thing on Raw is the RK Bro. I, mean, I think everybody can say that. I mean, oh, it's I got, pretty cool. I got, I got no. pretty hype. You don't like it? Uh, it was pretty you funny. You don't like Matt Riddle to begin with, so. Uh, oh, that's, whatever. That, that's his own personal I mean, reasons. Randy Orton. Randy Orton will make everything at least entertaining. 
So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But I'm actually more interested in what's going on with Charlotte. Substantially more. Yeah, yeah, hold on. All right, now you brought that up. What the fuck was that? What what what? what was that? What do you mean? How how does I, that storyline made no sense? Well, how she kicked the guy. Well, it, it was kind of like an old school feel. Like it was yeah. kind of like a old Austin slash Ric Flair feel from when they would get suspended, but then they would get brought yeah. back in through the door. The camera's right there. Yeah. Austin you made know. it funny. Yeah, but like, I mean, he knew he was coming back. The like, issue he, is that know. the writing is so bad that. They can't get that gimmick it, over, but they're trying. But really why hard. did Sonya Deville need to do that when she's technically from SmackDown? Because so Sonya Sonya is like, going to be a heel and go against like Adam Pierce. They're obviously not going to work, but you know, like yeah. she's going to be like the heel GM, and then Adam Pierce is going to do his. Thing. So she can jump on both shows now. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think continuity stuff didn't really make sense because that came out of nowhere. I agree. I agree. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, that left a really bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Charlotte Reigns uh, strikes once again. <laughs> I the, like that. The problem is the writing has just been nothing but atrocious. I'm it's, sorry. It's bad. I mean. And isn't it the same people who now work both shows or yeah. no? Who gives a fuck? Well, Paul, <laughs> Paul Heyman has no hand in a cookie jar anymore. You know so. what? When okay. Good for him because so, he's doing it on SmackDown. That's for sure. Yep. Okay. When... The part where I had enough, which put me over. It, Tom can one say that enough is enough, and it's time, it's time for, for a change. change. <laughs> Rest in peace, Owen. But when Xavier Woods brought down the the, the guitar suitcase, the full, guitar case, full of and it was full of rotten tomatoes, and they're throwing. Well, they weren't. They were. We, well, you know what I mean. They they're throwing tomatoes, tomatoes yeah. at the Miz and Jackson Riker and Elias and John Morrison. Yeah, and get that Adnan Vert guy out of there. That. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah. Do you hear what he Sorry. said? Do you hear what he said with no. uh, Braun Strowman too? Something he was about like a, a boat. Yeah, like Braun Strowman, who's basically is like a train. The train's coming, and he goes, "We need a bigger boat." And then Corey Graves goes, "Wrong reference." <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! Like this guy is gonna call off the walk off home run, you know, in the ninth <laughs> inning. But yet he can't. He's he's really bad. Like he's like honestly, he's I, like I've never he's heard anybody bad. this bad. Well, he's pretty bad. There have been some terrible commentators. He got, apparently, he got the job back in February, and the um, Nick Khan, who's like the head of WWE, like whatever now. Yeah. His agent, know, they know each other, and they know of each other. So yeah. like, they were working this back in late August, and uh, Adnan said, "Hey, anything comes up, you know, with um, you know a gig, let me know." And then you know they got a hold of him back in February. He did a tryout. And uh, he got the job late February. He just sounds okay. He sounds. He very... sounds like he's never watched wrestling before, and that's not yeah. what you're supposed to have as a commentator for, which was your flagship show. Now that's now this is the thing that the WWE is doing that's way too obvious. He's, he's covered wrestling before because he's Canadian, so he worked on Sky Sky okay. Sports with Yo, uh, yeah. with Renee Young and stuff, or Renee Paquette, and uh, like so they cover that. They cover. St- wrestling more over in, in Canada yeah, and uh, over um, in, in England more mm-hmm. than they do on regular broadcasting here. This guy, this guy is straight up like Art Donovan bad. 
Like, you remember when Art Donovan did the uh, the King of the Ring one year, and it's like, oh, how much does this guy weigh? <laughs> like for like when anybody like walked out, it's really like, bad. It's, no, but like what the thing that the WWE is doing that's really obvious to a fan is they're demoralizing Monday Night Raw as being the main show. It's obvious now that SmackDown is the number one show. One hundred percent. It's one hundred percent obvious. I hate when they do this. They play favorites when they feel it's necessary. Well, they have to because they're getting more money from Fox. Smackdown, right, of course. Smackdown was big one uh when was Smackdown Live. Mhm. Smackdown had the good 6 months and then they did a draft or whatever, basically raped the roster, sorry for the word, the term. And um then it was a shit show again. It became the B show. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, this is before um Fox deal and you know now raw is the bastard job yeah you know what i mean and you have enough talent and enough people working in the back that you should be able to spread the wealth equally but you would never know that and it's three hours three hours you would never know that there's enough talent because it's the same rinse and repeat talent over and over again and they started off the show with a count out followed by no started off with a disqualification followed by a fucking count out Mm -hmm. are you kidding me (laughs) Like, what know. the fuck was that about? Well, let me yeah. ask you, as the professional wrestler, you don't start a show with that, right? No. No. <laughs> no. God, no. No. No, you don't. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Like, that that was not the way to start a show whatsoever. And it was, like, a nice breath of fresh air because it started with a match instead of, like, a promo. And what did I do? Yeah. They completely fucked it up. Yeah, but it's the same people and over and over again. Apparently, yeah. uh, Mason T-Bar... Had nothing to do with this teabag. teabag as of last week. Apparently, they switched the storyline up because remember, it was supposed to be Orton and Strowman. Correct. Right? So they dropped that, and it was supposed to be Riddle and Sheamus. They dropped that. Then they brought Orton and Riddle together because that was Randy's preference to do. Then just because Randy Orton said he wanted, he wanted to do this, they switched everything around, which is going to lead into now what is going to be the main event, oh, well, maybe the co main event of WrestleMania Backlash. Strowman, Lashley, McIntyre, where the writing's on the wall that Strowman's there to take the pin yeah. from hopefully Lashley. If McIntyre wins at that week of a pay-per-view, that's a really bad booking, in that's my a, opinion. That's weak as hell. That's because, weak booking, in my opinion. basically, the story that you're telling, and there's still three weeks, I think, until that pay-per-view. I don't pay-per-view, even know when it is. is and then that three weeks into that pay-per-view, and then uh, Money in the Bank should be coming really fast right after that. Could you imagine, so, though? Oh, I'm sorry. You finished. Um, you're going to have Strowman take the pin and McIntyre once again still be part of this ongoing feud which you know at this point just tie it up tie these loose ends up yeah. I would go love on to, to something see fresh. Lashley make Strowman tap out though in her life yeah that'd be cool that shit would be awesome yeah oh, that yeah, would be kind of worth it yeah especially because Barone Strowman's a lot more broad up top than Drew yeah. is yeah yeah so that it's gonna be, be like be a real to slap that lock on but a real test of strength yeah yeah i mean you, you can't test your mind you can't have bobby lose at wrestlemania backlash no nah, man no, no. have no, him no, lose no. if he, he did just lose, went over like a monster you can't immediately take him out it's just a if Jay-Z he loses it has to be at SummerSlam. yeah it has to be at it's got to be somewhere big and SummerSlam, and you know, it's gonna be bigger. with a lot of people and it's gonna be somewhere live yeah they're saying texas or florida because for SummerSlam, because of the rules. I mean, if it's in Texas, then technically, I mean, if, if you look at the uh, Texas Rangers baseball park, yeah, they're full capacity. S- full capacity. So technically, they... so is Tampa Bay at twenty percent. What do you mean? 
they only draw about 20% of people. It's a joke. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> no, but like say like say if they had it in Dallas at the American Airlines Arena where the Mavericks play basketball, that could probably fit 18,000 people. Yeah. I mean, will they do that? I don't mm, think so. Probably not. I think they're going to stick to what they did with WrestleMania, which was fine. I mean, 25,000 people, still 25,000 people. I mean, yeah. that's what it was when Austin was champion. Yeah. I mean, like... It was less than that, probably. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have, like, the arenas they were going to. Because he gigantic. won it at, the t- at Boston Garden. Yeah, at Boston Garden. Yeah. Which is, like, probably, like, 30,000, I think, maybe. Uh, I think it was less, because it got... I thought, was it TD Garden? Well, the Boston Garden, they tore down. They built the TD Bank Arena, which is like the same thing. I don't know. This is your John because I hate Boston. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. My brother-in-law lives in Boston. I forgot what he told me. But I think, yeah, I mean, it's probably like 17,000, 18,000 people. Because remember, WrestleMania was always in arenas until the first. I mean, you had the Pontiac Silverdome. But after that, the biggest venue was with the Hoosier Dome, WrestleMania 8. Then they started going WrestleMania, what, 16, I think. Or 17? 17 was in um, the Toronto. No, it wasn't. 17. 18 was Toronto. 18 was Toronto. That's yeah, iconic. 17 was in Houston at the Astrodome. 19,028. Yeah, that's it. That was it. Wow. Yeah, when Houston the Google. The it's crazy. But, I mean, remember, we're living in a time right now where there's no fans on, on TV. You're seeing the faces of the fans. Now, technically, they can bring the fans in, but... Even if they bring the fans in, I don't think it's going to change the way that the show is written. I think it's really not. Man. I think it will. I don't know. I, I don't think, think so. I really think they're just pocketing shit for when people come. It, like when I they do, could actually I do have too, a full crowd. But it's like you. Why still do you think have Adam to... Cole hasn't come up? They're pocketing him yeah. until the crowd is. They want to. They want to blow their load. But then why was once. WrestleMania Night Two so bad then? Uh, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's that's, so see, that's, a, that's a good point. It's like okay, that, but I mean, it wasn't booked. Yeah, I mean, it was booked poorly, but it wasn't. It was pretty. Poorly. If it was you moved one poorly. match off of one night and sw- and flip flopped them, you would have made night two instantly better. Yeah, and then you can insert any match. Uh, what, what would you have done one. then? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, night one was more of a complete show that anybody could have been taken yeah. out of there and in place. You know, flip flopped yeah. them. And it would have just turned night two a lot. I mean, better. besides the women's turmoil match, because that had to be two nights. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I probably, honestly, I would have take. I would have took. You could put Cesaro on night two. I was gonna yes. say I would have took the Fiend and Orton off night two and put Cesaro and Rollins there. Yeah, think about it. Star yeah. power. You, you have those. You have it in um, in Orton and the Fiend who. I'm not even going to get into it right now because I don't want to waste my time. We but already wasted our time it's, talking about that. Yeah, train and, and I think that I later later we're going to be talking about it. But um, I still have I no just, clue what the hell I, I don't know what's don't going either. on. I really don't. I don't know. I, I I think I've given up a little bit. I think this one foot Lily for me is killing me. Now okay, so here's the, the thing. Like I always, with the doll with like skull teeth, it's weird. In 56 episodes of Sons of Foot Radio, I've always used this reference of when they break out the shovel. Remember we always said <laughs> Ricochet has the shovel. Yeah. Cesaro once had the shovel. <clears throat> I have the shovel in my hand. I'm digging the six-foot grave to put my one foot in first with the fiend right now because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm almost at six feet. I'm at like four and a half digging right now. Yeah. But if things don't change in two weeks, because if you really think about it, now think about this now. Randy Orton's turning face as of right now on paper. You think he's a face. Yeah. Right. So that eliminates him with the fiend. Right. So the Which fiend, we, all, we all know what the fiend's going to come back and wrestle a woman in Alexa bliss and, and a doll named Lily. Come on. That really doesn't mean anything. It's like 
Jeff wrestling, uh, Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy over there on the floor. Don't thread me with a good time. Yeah. The sit, only sent on my face. face. <laughs> the only good thing that I can say that came out of what I thought was okay programming this week was on SmackDown when we finally saw something from Aleister Black. Yeah, that was a good promo. Now, pretty cool. I think what he's I felt doing like he made sense. You know, like yeah, a lot of a lot of his promos before didn't seem to make much sense, and a lot of other people's promos don't seem to make much sense, but. This one really was like, okay, I get it. I, I like the look. Trying. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's dark, has the glasses. Kept and, it simple. It yeah. wasn't um, keep it simple, stupid. That's it. And on social media, he's teasing a potential feud with Rey Mysterio as being the first person that he's in a feud with when he comes back. Okay. Do you think that it's a good idea? Gets him on TV. It gets him on TV. Again, Rey Mysterio is no slouch. Against a name. Mysterio is a great worker. It's... To me, it reminds me a lot of when uh, Cody Rhodes like left Legacy, and then his like first like big feud was with Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he kind of is like the guy that's either going to put you over or yeah, like, it's like a jumping off point. Yeah, 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 he's definitely that guy, and it's a good person to be teamed up with, especially since he could beat the shit out of uh, Mysterio's horrible son. <laughs> so you could do that as well. It's like so, it, it's like the Big Show thing, like. If you want to look strong as a small guy, you wrestle the big show. Yeah. If you want to look good against a wrestler as a big name, you go against Rey Mysterio. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. you're going to put Black with Mysterio and Black's first um, and, match back. And Black's on SmackDown, right? Yeah, he is. So that gives yeah. me some hope. It does. And that's yeah, just, again, I agree. That's propelling another wrestler on on the A show where you're putting this time into a filling guy, vignettes. A guy who can really work, too. He can work. That we he thought we all were going to lose, also. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Now, wh who on Raw are they giving vignettes to? Nobody. Who on Raw are they doing backstage se segments with? Only with Alexa Bliss. And for the past three weeks, it's been the same exact thing, rinse and repeat, where she's sitting on the playground talking to the fucking doll. There is no creativeness coming from Monday Night Raw. And we haven't seen Nothing. The Fiend, right? There was no Firefly Funhouse last no, night. No, we haven't right? seen nope. The Fiend. We haven't seen The Fiend since he got RKO'd from the trance from Sister Abigail with the black ink coming I off think, her face. Yeah, Papa Shango style. Papa Shango. You know what I mean? I think she he cut a promo the next night on Raw, and we haven't seen him in like two weeks. Yeah. It, 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 there's been absolutely nothing. There's been absolutely zero yeah. Diddly poo shit coming from the fiend. Do the you think the it's... first sound we need for a soundboard is the bump bump ba down? Yeah, <laughs> that's the price is right, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that they're kind of just letting it go because Daniel Bryan might jump ship, go to I, brawl? Well, to we're talking about the fiend. No, just in general. Just in general, like, because Daniel. I mean, Daniel Bryan's gonna lose on this weekend. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. He's, yeah, he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose. Yeah. Um, so so he's is Biggie, unfortunately. To... But he'll probably take some time off. Is he gonna take time off, or oh. is he gonna go to Raw, or is he gonna go to NXT? He'll probably or... take a little bit of time off and then go over. Or is he gonna go to AEW? No, he's under contract for. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's yeah he's under contract. But like, I would love to see him. Go then to then he can come down the center ramp like Cody Rhodes got into. Yeah. But he deserves it. AEW's been really bad, you, too. I heard that I heard that heels heels so come bad. out on one side and faces yeah. come out on yeah. the other. But you, Cody if, comes through the middle. Yeah, if you're watching yeah. it live and the Mox heel, comes through the crowd. The heels come from the left and the and the and the faces come from the right. <laughs> yeah. So um, but so that's that, backstage. I don't, never I don't understand that. That's never been an old school wrestling because but, old school wrestling was listen, we we're not Fabe. We're, <laughs> we're not we're not making a lot of money, so here's a fucking black curtain. Yeah, exactly. That was yeah. old school wrestling. 
Although Kenny I mean? Omega just won the uh, Impact title. Yeah. So now he's got again, three belts. Again, Kenny Omega is kind of... The collector? It's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I mean, okay, so we're going to have more Impact guys going to be on AEW now. Uh, I mean, I highly doubt that, but I mean, it, it's still the fact of... It's cool that he's going to a couple different um, companies and winning belts. Like, I, I do You're enjoy that. getting the name out there? Yeah. yeah. It was like uh, Kurt Angle held, like, a bunch of titles he, at the same time, Kurt, too. Kurt Angle did. He held you know, almost the same thing. Yeah, yeah. IWGP, um, Impact, That's next TNA at the time. That's yeah. next for Omega. Because he has, what, AAA, Impact, and AEW. Yeah. Correct. So, he, what, he did have the championship in Well, IWGP, and according to Jim not, Ross, he has yeah, he a WWE too. So, I mean, if he had it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. he's, he's busy on Sonny's OnlyFans. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it would be interesting to see Kenny Omega still kind of going to other companies, winning belts and all that kind of stuff. It would be cool. You could also um, have the Bullet Club and use them properly, like how they use them originally in Japan mm-hmm. to see them like in America, like on whatever channel you want to watch. Yeah, but you need it like, would be interesting. Tama but I just Tonga don't know. and like all those other guys over there, you know, like Well I mean right now they got the good brothers. Yeah. They, the they have all the other they have all the, the other <laughs> incarnations of the old bucks. Yeah. 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 The Dior yeah. Bucks. And um you know and the Meltzer I mean, Driver Bucks. Meltzer Driver. It the, would be nice though. The they, overrated trash can bucks. Yeah. It would be good though they're if so uh, they expand on the God. Bullet Club and like actually, because they're doing that, yeah. they're just not using the name right now. Yeah. But it's pretty much what they're fucking doing. So use the damn name. I don't know who has the rights to it. I don't know either. But I, I I'll really research don't. that for next week. But yeah. um, if they can use it, run with it. Let him get like every fucking title. Yeah. Do your do your thing like that if that's what you want to go with. So here's the thing that I just want to talk about AEW for like ten seconds because Oh, that just... that Ty Conti match? That was good. That, that was the only thing that yeah. so I've I've I haven't she really is, watched she's much very of... nice, by yeah. the way. I haven't really watched Yeah. Yeah, huh, that's where A+. I was going. I haven't really watched much AEW. You guys know that. Yeah. That was the only match that I watched Quote, from start to finish. That's and I was not like, my oh, jam. Actually, pretty good. No, but like she's good though. She is. She's actually a really good. She worker. is. What AEW is doing so repetitively is they announce one week that they're going to have two people in the ring talking against each other. You know what I mean? Like they had the parlay it's this. Yeah, like every week there's a fucking Sting interview, but like at the end of the Dynamites where they do all the matches for next week, it's always a fucking Sting interview, or it's always we'll be in the we'll have an MJF Jericho debate. We'll have next week. This week uh, is a parlay where the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle are going to meet and talk about the rules of blood and guts. Yeah, but the thing is, they only do one of those a show, as opposed to WWE has like eight million like. There's a couple. There's. I mean, Tony Schiavone does come in and do a couple interviews. Yeah, but it's not like it's not as time consuming as WWE. Yeah, but it's kind of like rep- they literally do a full segment of a talk, then a commercial, then they come back and do like a match. Like with AEW, they do like they'll do backstage segments. They'll do like they've been doing a lot that. more backstage segments. They've yeah. been doing more but segments. It's not, it's not as long. Well, they did what well, they do this past week. They did one with Jericho, mm-hmm. right? The Inner Circle. Then then they did the one on the bus with Omega. That's when Moxley and King and Eddie Kingston came in with the with the metal pole and put through the window. I mean, they're doing more taped stuff. Which is something that they didn't do in the beginning, because yeah. when they came, they came in, you know, raw, like, oh, this is going to be us, mm-hmm. no scripts, no promos, just coming from the top of the dome, or are you coming, 
where your uh, big competition is a complete opposite, where everything is scripted to where from where you stand to how many times you say the word the in a sentence. Yeah. So it's two polar opposites, but somehow sometimes they're bleeding into each other. I think that's just me. Yeah, but we'll see where it goes. But I mean, where... I still think once fans come back, everything is going to look different. Well, yeah. Everything is going to be different because I feel like AEW is doing the same thing. I'm they, tired of they have well, stuff they have in their back pocket, but AEW they have people there. They and do. It's literally and like the people on Dark at Daly's place. Like, Was that a fucking no, casino? No, no, but no. there's a couple. There's cr- there's a crowd, but it's still like you know, fifteen twenty percent. That's but, fine, though, then, like, but I the mean, at least it's still people. It's literally like the rest it's of the talent. locker room. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they're still doing things that... Oh, hold on. I got to run in the back. I got to yeah. match. But... Yeah. <laughs> the, thing that they, the thing that AEW does is they do a lot of big moments on their weekly TV show. They give it on free, on free Sting, TV. You know, Sting comes... <laughs> yeah, free TV. Sting comes back. Omega beats Amber. But that's because or, they have a pay-per-view, like, what, every two yeah, months? Or they, they yeah, they two months. Like that. Yeah, yeah. You have to keep them. You know, I mean, they've done a lot, lot more big moments. They only did every like you know other month. So yeah, like quarterly. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, we'll see how much longer they can go their own separate ways before merging in the middle. Not superstar wise, but I'm kind of segment wise. I'm getting tired of saying, "Well, well, wait till the fans come back." Yeah, the fans are here. I think. Yeah, and we obviously haven't left. So entertain us. Look, I never said wait till the fans come. No, no, I know. But I I mean, liar. (laughs) No, I'm too sure. Yes, everybody will fire. Trying to say what I'm trying to say is that Vince McMahon keeps on saying wait till the crowd comes back. Tony Schiavone or Tony Tony Khan keeps saying wait till the fans come back. Tony Schiavone keeps saying it's Sting. It's Sting. Um, uh, but like, stop! They really need to stop. You you think it's so hilarious? <laughs> I fucking hate Sting. I hate Tony Schiavone. So oh god, you're gonna be talking about Sting a little bit later, I think too. There's just too much of like they're they're so focused on these old fucks that they keep they are. bringing around. They are man. It's uh, both companies. You know when I know, I know when but it's someone really bad in AEW when someone of the talent of Christian comes into it, AEW oh boy you know Don't, you, you I would, that, that was the next one box, I was gonna Chief. say like they keep fucking I guess Will Hobbs are you gonna put him over Powerhouse Hobbs how the fuck are you gonna tell me that that he fucking, went over the top, he did the of course fucking, he goes over this, this fucking top rope twink you're gonna fucking put him over a guy like fucking Powerhouse Hobbs are top you fucking kidding twink. me. Like, Powerhouse Hobbs is a beast, and then you get him, like, he beats the shit out of Christian the entire fucking match, and then one unprettier, and he's done. You fucking kidding me? Like, that was just horrible. Absolutely horrible. Damn and they dude. have no clue what they're doing with Team Taz. Because you've yeah. got a guy like Brian Cage, who's literally a fucking monster and a freak of an athlete, <laughs> and he's doing, like, nothing. He's walking around with a, he's walking around with the FTW belt. Yeah. And, and he but have hook. him... They have him kind of arguing with Ricky Starks, but not really arguing with Ricky Starks. You put Ricky Starks in a match who's like a very talented guy. He reminds me a lot of like Rock when he first started out. Um, Ricky Starks? Yeah. Like he's really good talent, but like they don't know what the fuck they're doing with him. And Powerhouse Hobbs, he works one match and he loses the fucking Christian. And uh, I don't Hook, li- I don't like Hook has how, never yeah. had a match, but he's not ready for Hook. I don't like how Taz is doing commentary while his guys lose. I agree with that too because 
He should be helping them. He he should he be, should be ringside. Yeah, he should be ringside, giving some coaching like, them, coaching yes. some emotional support. He can do that's commentary. so stupid. He could do commentary for a match to set up a feud. Yeah, he could. You know, like that's what you could do. He can go on dark and do a commentary match or elevation and do one. Yeah, but don't. Show. Yeah, but don't have him be on your flagship show, who's technically the manager of the wrestler in the ring and doing commentary where you can't see him. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's dumb. It's really stupid how they do that because they already have three people in the booth. I mean, two. I mean, Jim Ross is trying, but he's hanging on by a thread. He's Tony Schiavone's there for the cyborg, but honestly, Excalibur is the fun is the main guy. Yeah, and, and he's good. And you know who's really funny on commentary? Did you ever hear Jericho do commentary? Oh, he's great. He's hilarious. He is. He's great. He is hilarious. Just another, just another thing for Jericho. <laughs> it's like yeah, just another thing. Cross for that off the list. Yeah. I mean, just put no it on the list. Done. What can he no, do? No, but um, what can he do in wrestling? Yeah, exactly. But uh, everybody out there on the sound waves, you know, uh, this month is uh, April, which means that it is a new month, a new wrestling satchel. Yeah, new bag so, to open, baby. We have now a couple of things before we start about the satchel. We can't thank you enough on Instagram and Facebook. This satchel is, uh, you know, we've had some people do multiple questions. Thank you, Jay and Ed. But um, <laughs> we actually have more people. They just want to get um, back on the show. So volunteering. Bad. And I just got another question on Instagram wow. as we speak. So the, the questions are coming in. You so first. Yeah. So. Uh, Anthony Ferretti, the guy that asked you the question about the uh, where you want to wrestle on the um, card. Ten percent. He just uh, he, he, he messaged me and said, number one, I need a sticker. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have stickers now. Uh, they just came in the other day. They're very nice. These they, are nice, man. They're I'm very nice. Hand right yeah. now. This thing is beautiful. Alex sent us, oh, Alex sent us a video. You haven't felt them. It's good. It's good quality. Yeah. Mm, Alex did the unpackaging the other day, right? and we've been putting on our social media the past couple days. So uh, tag tag. I want you whoever ends up getting a sticker. If you find them, tag them. Tag them. Take a picture of where you tag them, and then tag us in the photo. There you I want to see it. Yeah, let's get it so, out there. Yeah, if you if you find a sticker anywhere, take a picture, tag us. That's on the flip radio. If you put one up anywhere, again, do the same. You thing. take a picture. You 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 tag it somewhere. You take a picture. You you tag us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Ten percent off of noise toys. Yes, and. For all your dildos. Also, if you do, <laughs> all your Christian, for all your Christian cards and d Christian dildos, visit Christian cards. Oh, Christian, Christian gets the butt plug. Visit, 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 Mr. Uh, Jeff Noise at Noise for the Toys. Cheeks. Yeah, no, but uh, also if you want to purchase any stickers, uh, you can contact us on Facebook or Instagram direct message, and we will talk to you about that. But in the meantime, we're gonna kick off the. Wrestling satchel for the month of April, the fifth one we've done. We need like satchel. We got to get this is, a soundboard. This is going. this is the fifth wrestling satchel we've done. Wow, this I is second. crazy. Your second. This Your is second. My second. I'm very so excited. So for Mr. Anthony Ferretti, he it's actually a two parter. The first one is, how key do you think entrance music when it comes to the persona slash overall package of a wrestler? And a side question for Jeff: What music do guys come out to on the indie scene? Oh man, this guy. So this, let's, this let's, dude is this dude rules. Let's 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 lead off. We're gonna lead off with the question that was meant for Jeff because I'm not an independent wrestler, nor so is Alex. But we're gonna be his manager one day. 
And Definitely. so, Jeff, what music do guys come out to the indie scene? Is it their own choice or more often than not, it's their own choice from whatever kind of music that you could grab. So it's not like they're pulling some it's all like metalcore for the most yeah. part. A lot of them, um, <laughs> which <laughs> no, I've had I've had a couple different themes. Like when I was big varsity or Mr. Varsity, I came out to Godzilla. Barney from blue oyster cult okay and i got that idea from watching um the, the detroit rock city yep, exactly. that's the movie where they're trying to get the kiss tickets yes, yes. yes. so <laughs> like i remember watching it and it's just like oh hey chongo and then like this big ass dude in the letterman jacket like rolls up to like that theme i was like that's fucking perfect yeah. like that was the gimmick that i was kind of going that's kurt for. hennig but go ahead exactly um so that's what I was going for with like that. Um, then I had Second Sucks from uh, Day to Remember when I was in my tag team Riot. And when I worked solo, I did like this Kingpin of Hardcore. I did um, Comma Chameleon. Addicted to Bad Ideas <laughs> from World Inferno. And then I had like my own just Jeff Noise. I was. Um, I came out the static from the Bouncing Souls because they say noise, noise, noise in the song. Yeah. So I was like, it's kind of perfect. So, so like when when you're really thinking about the music, you got to think about how you walk to the ring, what your look is, what your style is. You got to really incorporate all that stuff because I'm a big dude. I'm not going to come out to like a super fast song. I'm not I don't walk. I'm not fast. fast. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to yeah. come out to like old school Scott and Jake where it's fast punk music. You yeah. Know yeah I mean, with uh, horns. You I know? fucking love it. Don't oh, get yeah, me wrong. Don't get wrong. Like, it's you awesome. can skank your way to the ring. By the way, we're in a very Sammy. If me and Sammy. JR are June yes. 1st. But go ahead. Um, yeah, so you got to like think about that kind of stuff um, before picking like your entrance music. But it is nice that a lot of, well, the other thing too is if you don't bring your own CD at an indie show, you're stuck with some generic like fucking butt rock from like yeah. you know, whatever they have. <laughs> they, I, I remember one time like I gave them my CD and um, scratches on it. No, he was just like, I can't get it to work. I'm like, it fucking work literally every month that I'm here. Wow. How is this not working? And he he made me and Shenzo come out to fucking Pearl Jam, and I hate Pearl Jam. Alive, <laughs> like no Jeremy, um, even flow. Uh, that's that's that a good a, song though. I mean, song fucking blows. <laughs> that band fucking blows. That's, that's a great song. That guy on, doesn't on rock pronounce band. consonants. It's just the whole time he sings. Oh yeah, he just says vowels. Oh yeah, like it's straight up just vowels. There are no <laughs> consonants. Fuck that band. And like I told everybody, like I I, I hate Pearl Jam. Do never put me out to that. They fucking ripped me and put me out to that fucking song. Well, I mean, what you said before. I feel can... bad for the guy who was in the ring with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah he laid it out. Yeah. Fuck it Eddie bad. Vedder. <laughs> and I wrestled a kid named Eddie that night. Too. Of course he did. <laughs> Was it Eddie Dementa? Uh, Damien no, no. <laughs> What was his name again? Danny DeMonte. Danny DeMonte. <laughs> I gotta get Danny on the show. Oh, that'd be just, awesome. Just for the First question. Hey, do me a favor. You're only gonna be here for 10 seconds. Are you related to Damien Demento? You're not? All right, I'll see you later. Click. No, but um, I think what Jeff just said kind of intertwines into what Anthony's asking in the second part of the question where me and Alex and, the, and Jeff will answer you know, each where it says... How key do you think entrance music when it comes to the persona and overall package of wrestler, like how important it is? It's really important because, again, like Jeff said, it's the persona. Like The Fiend, for example. The Fiend's music is very, it's heavy, it's heavy, ominous, but yet slow. 
Right. But on top of it, too, it's the first thing you hear before they yeah. come out. Yeah. So, like, like the glass breaking for Austin, the, the gong, the gong, yeah. The glass yeah. breaking for Austin. Like, with uh, with uh, the fiend, you hear, like, you know, run, you know, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, they do something like that. Like, with that. The Rock, The Rock had his catchphrase in the intro. Exactly. In the intro. That I mean, huge. like, I want to, there's two wrestlers out there where, to me, the music was spot on. You look at Macho Man, you look at Mr. Perfect. Right, both oh, yeah. perfect gimmicks. Macho Man, the pomp and circumstance, and then Mr. Perfect. His overall was was perfect music. So it was like that that you know the majesty and the yes. pomp and circumstance, and you know um, just like the violins and the trumpets and all this stuff. I mean, it was I think orchestrated, orchestrated, you know? yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think it really pay, plays a toll in not just how you walk to the ring, but how you act inside of the ring too. Like a good example for Bailey. Bailey, remember Bailey's own music was very like yep. uppity hoppity stuff. Right. That's how she interacted in the ring. Right. You can't go out to that music as yeah. a, as a heel. No, you, you can't. No, no. And so when she made that change to what it is now, yeah, it works. That's the other huge thing. music right now is trash. I mean, like dumpster heard, fire music. I don't know. There's some. There's some pretty good ones. There, there, there but there's a lot of bad ones too. Well, I mean, you're always getting at that. The thing that pisses me off the most is that Roman Reigns never changed his fucking theme song. I thought he was, was going to change it at Mania. Me too. Like I had, he's I never changed his music from the Shield. It's horrendous. And, but now. The reason why he did it is because now it fits the character because it's like, oh, fuck you. Now he's laying into that heel like, yeah. all right, I got you by the short hairs here. What's his new thing? Pin him, stack him, something? Repeat? No, it's a yeah. stack him. Pin you, stack you, and... Drop you, stack him. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, the hottest music... I mean, my favorite music right now in wrestling is probably Seth Rollins' his new banger, but... I hold it down for Sammy. I yeah. love that song to Sammy comes out too. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So Alex is gonna pick actually the first question out of the satchel. Music, I, I, I just wanna kinda like, you know, one more second. The music is easily music is the, like it's just as important as like the person oh, itself. It is. Absolutely. Because like if you don't have good music the or best like way. some kind of music that yeah. like really shows your character, mm-hmm. you got fucking nothing. The, Imagine the best Austin. way to do yeah. that is right. Take somebody who's um, synonymous with their music yeah. and change it to somebody else's music. To it doesn't work. Stu- it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like no, imagine Austin coming all. down to like Razor Ramon's music. Yeah. The music, Which is you know similar. Music fits it's, the gimmick. it's kind of a similar song if you think about it. Well, yeah. But they're not like yeah, at all discreet, the same. Yeah. But, well, you had Mick Foley with and, the car crashing. Which was great. Yeah, because he's hardcore. I loved with Mick Foley when he was Mankind and he came out to a song and then it, when he won it was a different song. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I always really liked that when like 96, 97 when he was doing that. And two people that came out with no music that it was fucking perfect too because they just had so much goddamn heat. You would just hear the crowd just boo were the Dudley boys in ECW and um, Champa. Yes. They had mm-hmm. no music. Yeah. That was awesome too because that's what kind of nuclear heat these guys yeah. had. That's what you need. Nuclear. It was nuclear heat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look right, oh, off, yeah. right off the bat yeah. Jason Tulloch alright <clears throat> I'm gonna clear my throat here we go first the second question actually what wrestler from the past who didn't make it big do you think would be more successful in today's programming mm. man so we gotta go I all the way like back I feel like there's always an incarnation of this question 
and I know it's in there also, so I, I won't get to it, but we always seem to answer this question in different facets. You know, insert this person, insert that person, because it's actually the same. Um, who didn't make it big would be more successful today. So my answer is a little bit it's skewed because he kind of did make it big, but, you know, life had other plans. I'm going to say Owen. Okay. I was Owen Hart. Say the same thing. That's that's a great answer. You know, th- it kind of goes a little bit against. He he did make it big, but you know, Dude, his untimely he, death. You know, kind of one more year. That. If there was one more yeah. year, man, like and he had Jericho been doing came it. In. When, yeah, like, he had and and everybody else. He had been doing that for such a long time yeah. behind the scenes, and nobody really like you know we who 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 know of him. Knew that, you know, especially working with his brother at was at WrestleMania 10. Yeah. You know, that match from there to when he passed. That's I mean, the he best was, one he in, was in WrestleMania. Forward. Well, he was originally the Blue Blazer yes. in the late 80s. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's so that, just that, that's forward. my answer to the question. And the question was what wrestler from the past really didn't answer. make it's it big great, do you think answer. would be more successful in today's programming? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's sad when you think about these wrestlers who were on the fast track to getting. Um, success and you know, like another name that we, uh, another name that not many people talk about because it was from the NWA area was Magnum TA. Mm. He was a wrestler who was supposed to be called the next Ric Flair, but he got involved in a motorcycle crash and ended his wrestling career. He was supposed to take the belt off Flair a couple times. Wow. So I mean, you know, there's always a time where unfortunately in Owen's heart and Owen in Owen's situation, death came into play, which yeah, that's shouldn't the, have that's the ultimate. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, to really think about this question, what wrestler from the past? who didn't make it big do you think would be more successful in today's programming i mean i'm a stickler for a golden era of professional wrestling i mean like i always say yeah you know the guys that got robbed were the ted DiBiase's, the million dollar mans the uh the mr perfect but they, but and they the were Rick over of the world. you got to really think of somebody who wasn't like over. who wasn't over yeah, yeah. somebody who, yeah who's kind of or at least like you know mediocre like over who would jerk the curtain every once in a while but that was about it yeah it, for me i would say ken shamrock I think wow. Ken Shamrock in today's like climate of wrestling. Uh, imagine like you know him like doing like legit like shoots with like Daniel Bryan and like these other guys that could actually like work. No, I mean, think, he's still kind of doing like, that now in Impact. I I know um, uh, to a lesser extent, but yeah. but yeah, but like still, if he like you take Ken Shamrock in his prime in like ninety seven, ninety eight, yep, and you put him into today's wrestling climate, shit, man, that would be awesome. You know, I'm gonna say someone like Ron Simmons. Like back in the day, Ron Simmons, like late WCW, even like Farouk, when Farouk first started. Farouk, absolutely. Far, Farouk, not yeah. not APA. Yep. I'm talking Farouk, Farouk, where he came in with the Nation gimmick, and you, and you could do the Nation. He was today. he was a fucking stud. Yeah. You put him in today, like imagine him with MVP and like Bobby Lashley, kind of like together like that. You know what I mean? Jeez, that's that would be awesome. Calling the brick shit house. Yeah, just straight brick shit house. So I mean, I'm gonna say Farouk, but then like you know, I'm, I'm I also want to say someone like even like Rick the model, who I think was kind of over, but could have been could have done a better job. I, but I, we need like a check for every time that he mentions Ted DiBiase yeah. or Rick the model. All right, Mister Fucking. Every time you talk about ECW, yeah, <laughs> they're they're guys that are good. I mean, I enjoy I love them. Don't and I love Rick the model and Ted. Love you're not you, Ted. Wrong, I love you, Ted. Thanks for listening. You, you're not wrong, though. I love all those guys, too. <laughs> oh, um, Franco on Instagram. Yeah, Franco. Hey, what's up, brother? 
Uh, how do you save the fiend's career from terrible booking? Wow. You, you put him with Ted DiBiase. No, <laughs> no they're doing that Have with Cameron Grimes. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. See, this is the question that I was waiting for because I remember this is the one that you guys didn't see. How do you save the fiend from terrible booking? We, we started talking about the fiend. And, and go figure. This question comes up. It's a great question, Franco. So thank you. How do you save it? Hmm. I think we're at the point where you, you really back, can't. You go back to the start of kind of what got it there. I mean, but tweak it a little bit because <laughs> now you're kind of going off the rails. You got to kind of find what was working and go back to that. You know, the hurt and the heel um, working with somebody and then they just so happen to either turn heel, turn face, whatever. I mean, the um, gimmicks in the beginning were awesome. The Firefly Funhouse and the birth of his character, like how you first saw him. Yeah. And then the first time he entered the match against or entered a ring against. But Finn then Ballard. I feel like all they did was they just, I mean, no pun intended, like sold a soul for merch because yeah. now it just turned into a merch grab. Everything he, does. he is probably the most toyetic character, right, Jeff? 100 percent. 100 percent. Dude, it's a great gimmick. It looks good. He's good. The music is awesome. Uh, I mean, like everything about everything him is works. good except for the fucking writing. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. w read the question again if you still have it. Uh, I kind of went. In so how do how do you? Oh, how, how do you save him from? How do you save, save Fiend's career from terrible booking? Put him on SmackDown. Next question. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Put him on SmackDown. Get, put him on SmackDown. I mean, have him well, go against him, who? Get Anybody. Him away, get him away from Randy Orton because oh, Randy Orton's gone from there. That that feud is just. It was bad for him to get go. Trash. Kind of like, not for nothing, but get rid of Alexa, too. Because this is going nowhere. I, 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 I like see, to like, see her in her own it, little world. Just go back to It's horrible because Alexa if you Bliss. go back through our episodes, we were talking so highly of them not too long ago. <laughs> I but know. now it's like, you got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> well, it ran, like, it seems like it's run its course, but now it's run its, like, March, off the fucking bridge. From March, where we didn't really see him yeah. until he came back, and then that, that, let's call it the toothpaste in your your orange juice huh. that we got at wrestlemania yeah. which was just you know it's horrible you I'm hate sorry. that taste yeah. that just ruined he it. loses yeah. on one rko but yet he's still yeah dude that's that's literally squashing him it is. i, I yeah. don't see any it was, it was a six minute match to i don't see any saving grace from him you can't like i don't see this going the only saving different. grace is to some somehow intertwine Alexa Bliss, but as Jeff just said, is that really the smart move where she's trying to intertwining her own character right now with everybody else? She looks like division. she's going off on what her own she? tangent. She is. Like, you know they what I mean? She went wrestle. into business for herself. They, they can't. can't wrestle each other. They can't. So what the fuck is this all about? We're going to have the, the toys for uh, Lily versus all the Firefly <laughs> Funhouse people. Abby the Witch versus Lily the Doll yeah. in, a, in a street fight. Unless with Huskis gonna, as the uh, special a, guest referee. In a Nigerian drum street fight. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, honestly, if it, what Alex made a great point. You throw him on a SmackDown. So say if he's on SmackDown, who does he go against on SmackDown? Not against Roman because you can't do that that quick. I don't know. Alistair Black in a couple months. That's not bad. That's not bad, but you feel like the gimmicks are kind of the same. Yeah, but that's why it's good. Well, yeah. that's why it's good. What about someone like Seth Rollins? Again? Over it. It's been done a like billion this times. Kind of Seth Rollins? Like this I, kind of Seth Rollins? I don't know. I think no. he needs like fresh blood. You know what I mean? Like what about Cesaro? Needs. I was going there. Yeah, that's where I was going. But the but problem is, is you're gonna end up bury. You're gonna bury Bray. Yeah. If you do that, because you're trying to push Cesaro, so it's not a good feud. Right so now. you need someone that's like but, in the but middle. Bray takes L's like it's his job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every yeah, but month. Shouldn't be. He's a fucking monster. 
I think when you I don't I don't like the idea of a monster losing here's so one. often. Here's one. What about Kevin Owens? I, f- I felt like now, I'm tired trying of seeing to do Kevin Owens lose. Yeah, I know, but remember, he's a guy where he's kind of like this. He's kind of he in the middle. He always that line. He's right now, he's the on the, the upside of that line. He he's the doing line. the thing with Sami Zayn. Okay, but like, he's the best not Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is sadistic Kevin Owens that yeah. just gives no And the best shit. Kevin yeah. Owens that we got in the past couple months was against Roman Reigns, but yet he lost, but in the eye of the wrestling fan, you saw him more than that because you haven't seen him like that in a while. Yeah, but Kevin Owens is a face right now. So. Yeah, well, so is The Fiend. Well, no, exactly. That's yeah. why it's not really like a good feud. So you need a heel that's in the middle. The only person I can think of is who? King Corbin? Is who? Oh, Sami Zayn? God. Yeah. That feud so, would suck balls. You, you got to change him from a, from a face to a heel, which he did go he to SmackDown. Should be, he should just be. He could be yeah. a heel on SmackDown because there's no Alexa. Correct. But whatever. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, I have the honor of announcing this next question no. from Ed Carragher. <laughs> uh, Hornswoggle versus Dink. In a ladder match, who would win? Swaggle. Swaggle would dude. win. Swaggle's a tough dude. Swaggle is a tough. He had dude. the WLC match against El Torito, which yeah, was very was really good. good. That was, that should have been on the main show. Yeah, you know, I know we bitch. don't filter stuff on the show, but you can filter those questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, damn it, Ed. We go I, to the same barber. Ed. I, I I think that I you think do. Horn Swaggle Brutus can uh yeah a little off the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the hedge clippers. Um, no, I mean, I think Hornswoggle can hold his own. I mean, he was thrown in different parts and different wrestling matches. So, I mean, I would say Hornswoggle more than Dink. That's just me. Hornswoggle is legitimately, like, a pretty tough dude. Yeah. So, wow. Give me Swaggy. It's pretty good. I, I wish I was wearing the Hornswoggle shirt when he was drunk on a uh, <laughs> luggage cart. But, I'm, you know. I'm going to call him Swaggy P. Swaggy, swaggy P. He's, he's, he's going to come on the show one day. I got a good feeling about that. Yeah. Come hey, on, what's, Dylan. What's that last name? Natalowitz. That's my sister-in-law. Okay. This is a good question. All right. So do you think Stone Cold's last match should have been with The Rock? Um, if, did you guys end up seeing Austin's? Uh, no, I thing? didn't. Well, I didn't they yet. touched base on that like a lot. That was like the back half of the episode. So that's probably where this comes from. If not, do you think there's any other contender that uh, would have just been as good? Well, as, as Stone Cold's last match. So if you've seen the documentary, Stone Cold said it was a perfect foil. They, they yeah. did business together. And no better way than to go out on his back, you know, with um with the Rock. Um, I do think that was a good, you know. I guess I'm a little biased because I'm 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 a Rock fan, and I love Austin too. Um, so for me, it was perfect. I couldn't imagine anything else. It was a rough it was a rough patch for Austin too, and he was that talking was about that because he was in and out so much, and he just got back was back for a little bit, and then this he wanted to go he just couldn't physically do it anymore um so i think that was a great way to go out unless you somehow got the mr mcmahon character again and then he finally oh but you know what i mean it just that's the only other thing if i had to give another answer that wasn't the rock i would have said oh it had to be against mr mcmahon they were trying to put him over brock obviously we know what happened there he took his ball and went home um and he didn't do the job so um, but I, I think that uh, it should have been against the Rock, yeah. It's just unfortunate that Austin was the dreaded B word in wrestling. He was just burnt out. Yeah, and he, he's burnt out hard, and he, he said was it. Burnt out real hard, and his body was like really shot at the time. And he Austin had a lot of miles on him. Yeah, that were exacerbated by Absolutely. his neck injury. Yeah, which sped that process up. 
and you know yeah, because and, you got to think about it it's only been and his whole move set era austin's yeah, moveset changed after that injury yeah dude the austin era became more like, of a brawler as opposed to wrestling the wwe version was 96 five to, six yeah to 2002 right yeah yeah so you're talking only like it's a short six win- years. that's a short window he did a six, lot but he did a like, lot Look at these. A lot. Oh, dude, it was phenomenal. But like, it was like the best six years of like anybody. Has yeah. to be. But look at the fucking people that are like still hanging around that have been here forever that are kind of garbage. Those are we, we call them stat patterns. You know, like yeah. in baseball. You know, our, this guy got into the Hall of Fame really because yeah. he he was there for twenty some Harold odd years. Harold Baines is Harold in the Baines. Hall of Fame. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Harold Baines is in the Hall of Fame. Fucking right. Burt Blylevin and like these jabronis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Welcome back to podcasts about the art and sport of baseball yeah. and professional wrestling. But, but like, you know, so many people have that kind of career. Like, I would love to have seen. I really would have liked to have seen Steve Austin versus Brock Lesnar. I really would have liked. I, to I have would seen have too, especially at Steve, that time when Brock was yeah. hot. I would have loved to he have was seen hot. Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan wrestle. I would have loved to have seen Austin with a returning HBK in a better mindset. Yeah, you know, like all of those matches would have been great. But better mindset, Austin. Better mindset, Michaels. Yeah, you would have got. Yeah, just in general. And Michaels been... probably would have taken the load of that. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I personally, if it wasn't going to be The Rock, I would say Shawn Michaels. I would absolutely love to have seen those two go again. But see, that works. I you know it works very yeah. well because I, uh, yeah, Michaels' right. last match at the time was against Austin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, if Austin's going to go out and then Shawn's going to come back from the injury, yeah, that would have been really nice. I or think, kinda, yeah. or kind of like if you know, let's say Brett was still going. Yeah, at that time, yeah, you know, that I'm not a Brett guy. I'm so. not either, but I mean, Brett just in telling telling stories. But anyway, yeah, I mean, if you look at everything, if you look at Austin's career on paper, right, he has most. He had his most memorable matches with The Rock. Yeah, he had no doubt uh, about it. No like, doubt he, about it. He can't argue he, that he had his and most. Taker. Yeah, yeah, he's got some bangers with Taker. Now, I it's funny. it was a lot. It, it was a lot. Sorry to cut you off. It's okay. It was a it was a lot of matches against a lot of the same guys, and it was a. A small group of guys. Well, you couldn't do Steve Austin against Val Venus. No, no, no. I, no <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty wild. Because, <laughs> he did. He did actually on the night that probably on like Heat. On no, like it Sunday was the Raw after. It was the Raw after Owen died. It, that uh, that main event was Steve Austin and freaking Val Venus. That's an easy pop. Yeah. No, but I mean, there, there's a couple different ways of looking at this. I agree with The Rock. I also agree with Undertaker because if you want someone to t- not to take you out in your last match, but you want someone with the legacy that I think that they kind of shared in their career, which was the Undertaker. The one person that I'm very happy that it wasn't Ted DiBiase. No, I love Ted DiBiase, but but the the one person that I do love is Triple H. Now I'm going to be talking about Triple H later on in one of these questions because, in my opinion, I think that he was in the definition of right place right time if you look at the peak of triple h it was between wrestlemania 19 20 21 mid 2000s mid 2000s when no the game Au- when the game was hot 19 20 21 no austin yep no rock undertaker started going in and out right the only people that were still there that were having a big relevant career was chris jericho Batista, but uh, Batista didn't get really that big into WrestleMania 22, where he WrestleMania 21, 21, where he did go over on Triple H in the main event. Ironically, but 
I'm just happy that it wasn't Triple H because, in my opinion, of Triple H's whole wrestling career, his career is defined by right place at right time. Now, I know he busted his ass, and I know that he did a lot for the company, and I know that he married Stephanie McMahon, but overall on paper, in my opinion, again, this is a wrestling podcast about perspectives oh, and opinions. Gonna I'm going to put him in the category the of him being an overrated wrestler. Oh, boy. I will say that 100%. I'll, I'll leave okay. it there until we get to the actual question. Yeah, I, don't I, I feel like him overall... Think about it. He played the lackey to Shawn Michaels, right? When Shawn Michaels had to leave to his own personal issues, he got bumped up to the spotlight because he really had to. He was forced his way into a whole fucking game shit, whatever. That ladder with, match, with, though, at SummerSlam. With The Rock was like, good. The Rock was awesome. It was awesome, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Triple H has had some good matches in his yeah. career. Or really did he, though? Can you name one really good Triple H match where you said to yourself, man, this guy really had it all? Because I can only name one Triple H match where I can say that. I mean, that... Rock Triple H match I thought was really good. Yeah. I really liked him with Mick Foley. But I'm uh, the yeah. game. Uh. No, I Am mean, I... he's, he's not in the conversation of top 20. No, I mean, WrestleMania like, 27 against The Undertaker, in my opinion, was was Triple H's best I, match I think, you know, Triple H, like you said, he, he benefited from... It, listen, was, it was right place, right time. Right place, yeah. right time. And you know what? You got you can't be mad because, listen, you got to take advantage no, I'm of No, I'm not mad about it, but, like, Look, if you... Macho Man fucks Stephanie too. How come yeah. he didn't uh, get the yeah. No, but really, put it this way. Remember how we always say Bret Hart? Now, we talked about this with Tito Santana a couple weeks ago. Bret Hart was kind of like the only guy there right there. Now, fast forward that to where you have Triple H. You have Austin's out. You have Rock's out. You have Undertaker starting to go in and out. He was really yeah. the only guy. Yeah. Him and Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho becomes the undisputed yeah. champion by beating the by beating the fucking Taker. No, beating Austin, Austin and the and Rock in the, the same, same night. night. Yep. He has the best gimmick going into WrestleMania. And who goes over on him? Triple, Triple H. H. Yep. Next question. <laughs> you got him hot. Let's go. Is it my question I'm picking or Jeff? Uh, I, I just, just picked. I'm sorry, Jeff. I skipped you. I did it out of spite. I'm sorry. Franco, Franco on Instagram. Franco, thank which, you. More questions. Which recent release got you the most upset by? Oh. Everybody's going to think I'm going to say Samoa Joe because he's the most you know, the popular one, but I'm going to say Peyton Royce. Oh, slash, just one of them? I'm going to say the Iconics. Yeah, the okay? Iconics, yep. Because what they had going into... Uh, then first of all, Mania 35 when they won the t- yeah. uh, women's tag, which was rightfully so. Them being together did. was completely hysterical, and they had good chemistry in the ring as a tag team. They were yeah. kind of meant for each other. Yeah, and, and you they, know they if need, some they need each other, and if some wrestlers can only carry each other as tag teams for their career, like Jim the Anvil as a great example. Jim the Anvil cannot be a singles wrestler in any spectrum of the world. No, but when he was with Bret Hart, that's what he was known for. And he then he tried like to a superstar. Then he tried to pair him with Owen Hart, and it wasn't just the same. Yeah. Right. Those two women, go in my figure. opinion, you know, you go figure. Yeah. Was, but, yeah, they're kind of like, you know, they 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 blend so well together, yeah. and they had a lot of good moments in the ring. You know, the whole iconic thing was awesome. Um, I love it. I I pop all the time for uh, it. Iconic, not not the yeah, not just because they're gorgeous looking women, but oh, I mean they are. The fact, but I mean yeah, the the fact that like they they were very cohesive and they just knew each other so well and and I think that's what's lost is like with tag team and just in general is how well you know the other person how how the camaraderie there and then just getting to know somebody to make that chemistry work in every facet of your job and what you're trying to do also when telling a story is perfect 
the whole valley girl yeah. oh yeah the whole valley girl gimmick was perfect the, for both of them. the australian valley girl which yeah. from what i understand they kind of are like that yeah so i, I mean any I'm, of our australian uh viewers please or viewers listeners yeah they have one email or two us. Yeah. thank you viewers let soon. us know yeah, no but uh right. i mean i don't give a flying rat's ass about Callisto or uh or blake even though they wanted to push Blake with Murphy Hart at the end, apparently, and they wanted Kalisa to do something, but honestly... Dude couldn't work. Yeah, he just really wasn't the best. I mean, Samoa Joe sucked for... I mean, it sucks that Samoa Joe left, but I mean... Or he got fired, but uh, for Samoa me, it's Joe definitely the iconic. Great, uh, great Balls of Fire had a great oh, match dude, against Brock awesome Lesnar. heater. He, he should have won. Horrible pay-per-view, but yeah. his shit was awesome. No, yeah. but I mean, honestly, Samoa Joe had some great moments on the mic on SmackDown. Yeah, When he told Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy to go back to AA. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh. Goodness. Made Randy Orton crack up, break kayfabe, keep it in the lie. Yeah, he turned, he turned and yeah. laughed. So I'm gonna way. say the iconics. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, that one really hurt me. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, because when you when you see them and then they start to do the pose, you want to do it too. Me and my yeah. wife still do it. Yeah, I mean, the iconics. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe. Fuck you. I, I really, <laughs> I'm sorry. I really like Samoa Joe. He was the only person I ever gave a flying fuck about in TNA. And they finally get him, and what, what you know, he might be going back to guy. Impact. That's fine, good for him. I'd rather him go to AEW. They teased they teased a video package with him, his picture in it, huh? At, at the recent Slam anniversary. Slam anniversary is yeah. in July, and they also teased um the uh, the, the, the girl, the Chelsea girl, Green. yeah, Chelsea Green. Well, Chelsea Green just had some bullshit with like. She was like sharing a picture of somebody. Yeah, and she didn't give the person Some guy's credit. Artist. I just seen it today yeah. before I came over here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And now she just started a podcast, and Tom reached out to her, and she was like, "I'm not taking any podcaster requests, <laughs> any interviews." Yeah. And she's doing one. Yeah, she's doing yeah. one. Right. Thank you, like, Chelsea. Yeah. Which has uh, Lars Fredrickson and P.D. Williams and Dimitri Young's show, which are you know all good people. I understand why she's going to do that one, but uh, come on. We're just as good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Chelsea, for reaching out to us, and you should like us and follow us, but thank you. Yes, Chelsea, thanks. Thank you. All right, what do we got here? At least she answered back. Yeah. You know, like, that's a... That's a I, don't know, I don't know this person. Christine Lisi? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Deasy? <laughs> he kidding. still works at I, He still does? Oh, yeah. my God. Who's the next world champion from NXT? Ooh. Hmm. Um, a little, little NXT love here. Now, now... Wh- Okay, the world champion from NXT. She meant I'm the next in... NXT champion. After okay, thank you. Cross, All right, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So oh, I mean, oh, I, don't... I thought she meant like, like who from NXT will be. No, w... the, that's like, why. No, I, I, no I, she meant who's going to be the NXT world champion. That's a great follow question, question, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, right now, carrying. I mean, they're setting up Cross and O'Reilly. Uh, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at it, but I can't see O'Reilly going over on Cross. Kyle O'Reilly's music slaps. It's good. It's so good. Coles sucks. Yeah, I hate it. Hate it because you can't because you can't do it. You can't do the yeah. bay Yeah, no. And if we go to a Yankee game together, we got to do um, Garrett Cole. Yeah, Bebe. Yeah. Let's go. When do you want to go? Who do you want to go? When, when the I'm ticket free. price comes down. Let's go. It's expensive. Let's go. Not bad for a last place team. But go ahead. Oh, please. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just stating the obvious facts. Please. <laughs> That's fine. I'll be like Drew Gulak and make a PowerPoint out of it, but I'm just stating the obvious facts. Um, Boston can suck my left nut. Well, they can. Suck my dick for They the can suck your left nut mm. while they're in first place. Um, so, oh, wow. Tom just totally fucking no-sold that. Yeah, go ahead, asshole. Uh, Douche. I was trying to think of a good answer to come up for this no, question. Transition. 
you know, the whole NXT champion is tough because Finn Balor was just a belt holder for when Cross came back, obviously. Convincing, though, because I, I, I thought he was going to lose it a lot sooner. Yeah. I mean, like, had, I thought his, his reign would have been a lot shorter, but damn it if he didn't do a great job. They had to make look Balor strong when great. Cross was out. He was awesome. He, oh. Finn was a great champion. Finn is a Hell great yeah. champion. Finn doesn't Absolutely. need to be down there. Nope. No. But he wants to be down there because it's. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. Such at great it. talent. I don't down blame there. him. I don't blame him at all. But at the same point, I'm like, fuck, man. I wish he could be called up because he would benefit any show. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah but he's bastardized again by well, what we see problem. on Monday mm-hmm. night. That's like you problem. know, it's like you know what. Uh, Though every time you talk about NXT and call ups, you can always reference Billy Madison. Don't leave high. Yeah. I want to go to high school, Billy. No, exactly. stay right here. <laughs> and um, I'm the chubby kid whose cheeks he's holding. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. come on, peeing your pants is cool. Peeing your pants is cool. Consider me my Davis. I guess like the next one would probably be a guy like Kyle O'Reilly, maybe. But yeah, I was leaning towards Champa. I would I, way rather Champa. I would array. Oh, you know what? He Fuck deserves it. the belt back because or Walter. Walter. Yeah, I'm saying right now, Walter, Walter is the only one yeah. who can beat Karrion Cross, and then you have the yeah. same problem again. Who can take out Walter? Yeah. Which nobody apparently can right now. So no, no. So why, do, those why doesn't two, he do the collector gimmick? That is a yeah, yeah. He could. Yeah, more convincing, by the way. Way more convincing. Holy the, shit! That's a title for title match. Carrying cross, cross versus and, Walter. Oh my Jesus! That's just a straight, that's just straight meat that banger just, right there. That is straight up just like like printing money. Yeah, <laughs> like just no seriously. Like, yeah. I would throw so much money at that match. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I just want to see that's Walter a, that's like mania, uh, almost that's mania, mania quality. Uh, yeah, it's mania quality, almost yeah. main event esque. I think right now oh, Kyle yeah. O'Reilly is getting the privilege to be in that position against Cross, just based off of what he did at. He earned at Stand and Deliver against he he earned, he earned it. it he did earn it he went forty he minutes at the main event of Stand and Deliver and, and the and two matches fight. with Balor I believe yeah and two matches with Balor where he um got legitimately got hurt and he comes back but I mean you got to put O'Reilly in the category of facing Cross he's not going to beat Cross I don't think so let's try to answer the question I, I would feel remiss if we did not I will say Champa in my opinion because you can bounce. The the six minute match at Takeover in Your House, where Champa got beaten, then he was lost for a little bit. Yeah, he could bring that back up and say, well, "I found myself this way. I got stronger." Whatever you want to say. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Champa, in my opinion, will be the next NXT champion after Karrion Cross. Walter. Yeah, it's hard because uh, I can go with both of the. I, I, give me a triple threat match with the three of them. Oh my god. Yeah. That you we know, can't handle that. No, no, we can't. That's, that's, no. Stop. that's way too much stuff. So erect. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and like, what are you gonna put it back on Gargano? No, you know he's doing great heel work right now in the way. And I love that index with the index thing with Indy uh, Hartwell and yeah. uh, Dexter Loomis. That's great stuff. I like Dexter Loomis. I do too. And he's never said one word. I think. Yeah, I, I like it. him. I like the look. And it's I like just so and, different. And I like Indy Hartwell too. Like I. <laughs> you like her? Oh, my heart flutters. You like her? Oh, oh yeah. She's all right. All day. All right. Uh, she's well, not my favorite. We'll, we'll have all these conversations off she's air. Not my, she's not my favorite. I, I like Candice LeRae better, but that's just my opinion. NXT's got the best talent. I do. Let's put it that way. Oh, talent. women? I think Raquel Gonzalez is gorgeous, too. She is. And Dakota Kai. They all are. Tegan Knox, They all are. Tony Storm. Oh, God. <laughs> 
She's a bad <laughs> mamma jamma. She thick. <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, okay. So Champa, and then you said triple, th- three <laughs> way, tri- three way dance. Yeah. Right. Walter. Walter. Who picks next? You're up next. Yeah. Way so to we, go around I pick, the question. I pick Walter yeah. to be champion everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Cruiserweight champion. Walter. So hold on. Um, before I read that, I'm glad you said that. Walter is the most convincing champion. He can totally beat Bobby yeah. Lashley. He can beat Karrion Cross. Yes. Walter versus Roman Reigns right now. Holy that's main shit. event. <laughs> that's a happen, main huh? event. Dude, because you know why? It would expose Roman Reigns. It would. And yeah. then, dude, Walter don't, would. Don't forget. Let's not forget his first debut in WWE. He lost at Survivor Series. I, it wasn't. In four minutes. He, he wasn't meant for that. That you wasn't. Know, he that wasn't was meant for that. That, that wasn't it. Yeah. I'm just telling you. It was just to wrestling just fans to, have short memories. We're uh, not gonna. That's a. It was meant for a quick, cheap pop. Obviously, it didn't go the way everybody else wanted it. I'm not buying into that. No. Roman Reigns lost the Battle Royal. The lost the Royal Rumble to who was it? Batista. And then look what happened after that. Yeah, I mean, you, the, you and the other I mean? obvious answer to that last question is like maybe that person's just not on the roster yet. But then who the hell would it be? Exactly. I don't who, know. who can it be now? As, really, as men at work. Yeah. Who can it be now? All right, this is from uh, your brother-in-law, Anthony Pino. Yeah. <clears throat> Pino like porno. <laughs> uh, if you had to start promoting uh, an indie card today, who is Ooh. the first released WWE talent you would try to Big book? Big Jeff Noise. WWE. WWE release talent. Big Jeff Noise. Um, release. So this is hard because it's like recently released. Which I mean, I guess we can say. How about let's how about say in like the past, the past year. couple years? Yeah. Like free okay, agents. that's fair because Some we got to open agents. it up. Yeah, we got to yeah. open that up. Well, I mean, obviously they proved it with Jericho. I mean, I don't think Jericho was released. His contract just expired. I mean, yeah, yeah. there you go. That's a that's an obvious. I mean, answer. it depends on how you want to do it. If I'm booking an independent show and at the Howl Lanes, you know what I mean? And <laughs> well, like, like, let's say I'm let's trying to bring money in. Not AEW. Not. Impact, not right. WWE wrestlers. Right. Like, who would you pick up to kind of like you know develop? I guess. Mm-hmm. The who, silence of the radio because we're all thinking. No, we had to think about it. Sorry for yeah. the silence, but that's a great. That, that means it's a great question. Yeah. Um, who's on Impact? I feel like Impact probably has a couple more players that might seem interesting. Big Cast just got. Uh, I see, and he just, just came yeah, back again. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, he's in an impact now. I don't fucking like him, but <laughs> what about so, I know I know you're gonna laugh at me when I say this, but what about someone like Enzo if you want to make money? Ugh. People want to see him. I mean, I'm, I I'm telling the truth. Do. I don't understand. I'm, I'm telling the truth. People people but miss Enzo. Pe- people miss champion like that. I do. Anytime see? you, you know mention I mean? him, people want to see him. Yeah. That's so it. I mean, if I you mean, if if you want to make a quick buck, like you the easy way, heat? not the hard way. Yeah. Um. If you had, so if I had to start promoting. Um, that's a good. That's a I good would say I would start. say Enzo to start. Honestly, he's not really that. He just didn't get released, but he's still fresh in the memories of some wrestling fans. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Enzo, and I, I and I thought about that before, and I knew you. I was waiting for you to lay the hammer down, like I fuck that. I fucking hate Enzo. You know what I mean? Fuck but, guy. Yeah, I would say Enzo. What so about women? Trinidad. Oh, mm. there you go. Well, dog, yeah. okay. So I mean I wouldn't start it. What I mean I would take Andrade. Exactly. I wouldn't say I would start yeah. a promotion with him, but he would damn be my first few. Where do you think Absolutely. he's gonna go? Mexico. 
Probably. Yeah. 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 He's smart. Probably. Just let him do his thing. I mean, he doesn't really need to be on AEW. He doesn't. No. I don't think he'll benefit from it. I mean, now, but now. he could definitely benefit from it. Now. But he doesn't yeah. need to do he it. He doesn't need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a woman, I, I'm. Well, yeah, I don't know. Because the women have too many. Zelina Vega, yeah. Yeah, I mean, based on Mike's skills, you know, for for work mm-hmm. itself, I mean, I don't know. I don't really think, you know, there's many women. I, I mean, Peyton make, Royce. Peyton Royce. How about well, the how two about, of them? But the, it's a package yeah. deal. I, yeah, yeah. You can't do one or the other. Yeah, personally. yeah, that's fine. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, if you want to make money, even maybe like you know, this may be far fetched. What about someone like Paige? I mean, she technically she still work for WWE. Technically, not, I think not, she she works for OnlyFans. Mm. Yeah. I think she is under a contract. Okay. I think yeah. I think she uh, is. Yeah. CM Punk. <laughs> oh yeah. AJ Lee. Yeah, she um, coming back. So I went through the rotation she, wrong done. when I was having my Triple H rant. So Jeff picks next. Yeah, I know you got because so we're sitting now. in a triangle where it's I'm at the top and or well, not the top but Jeff's to my left and Alex to my right. So we're rotating in the opposite way but it's fun uh clowns to the left of me jokers to my right <laughs> here i am stuck in the middle with you so this makes the most sense eddie Carragher, obviously who betrays a stronger sense of irish heritage seamus <laughs> or finley <laughs> now if anybody knows eddie Carragher out here he is quite the ginger. yeah he is. and um aka big red <laughs> thanks ed i also am a little bit irish you can see it in my beard. So, to me, this is <laughs> in my, a... Uh, in my pants beard. So, I'm going to go with uh, Hornswoggle. Finley had the awesome music. No. no realistically, like, I love both of them. Yeah. I love both of these fucking guys. They're just two straight-up ass-kicking dudes. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go with Seamus, only because I'm a huge Seamus mark. But uh, Finley is like, you know, 1A, 1B. And Finley well, was I mean, awesome when Fit, he was like Fit a U.S. Finley champion. Finley is like, I mean, he's, he's a wrestling guy. He's a great God. U.S. champion. He was a great. And remember, I remember him from WCW. And then he came over and he had some member matches as a U.S. champion. Hornswoggle, he was in a couple of money in the banks. I mean, yeah. Finley legitimately had a good career. Yeah. Then he became a producer. Even JBL had some fucking bros. Yeah. I mean, but to represent Ireland and what everything, I mean, he Finn did Ballard He right did now. have the shillelagh, so, I mean, you had the shillelagh. That's I got to cool. go with Big Daddy Finn right there. Can't, yeah. Because he's doing, like, next-level shit, and right below him, maybe a 1A is Seamus. Because we talked about this either last week, the week before, or every week. Seamus low-key is a G. I oh, yeah. love Seamus. Yep. I would love to meet Seamus. His work is phenomenal. Yep. As you say, to use Jeff's term, he lays his shit in. He lays his yeah. shit in. He's got a great working punch because I think it is a punch. Yeah. It's you a know? Punch. It's a punch. <laughs> and he gives you everything. It was nice to see him Humberto Carrillo last night. I'll, I'll say that. It was. He got his little he come up little in there. So now we know we're going to get a match. I forgot, a match, I match, forgot how athletic good. he was. And he looks really good, like, shape-wise. Well, he, he, he bulked up. He and, bulked and, up, and, yeah. yeah. I hope good things for him. All right, here's a question. <laughs> this is Darnell from Instagram. Ah, uh, hey. What's up, Darnell? Of any wrestler in WWE, WCW, ECW, etc., who had the strongest cult following? I'm going to say Kevin Owens. Uh, recently, Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn is El Generico. I think recently with how big indies were. Then you have Daniel Bryan as a close second. Uh-huh. Uh, Adam Cole. Now that the indies are so big. Yeah. This was harder to answer 10 to 12 years ago 
now it's easier to answer because almost everybody's coming from there. Yeah. So you all know, and they're pulling that fan base in, and they're doing it on purpose. So anybody today Those you are can good kind ones. of pull yeah. that into. I mean, Austin in the attitude. But era, if you had to go backwards, Austin, you know, we chronicled that. You know, Austin yeah. went through ECW, WCW, WWE. Yeah. You know, like he went through that, which a lot of other people did too. But when but he, his yeah. real big but as following, a following came, yeah, like after the Bret Hart match, yeah, you know, that yeah. was the diehard following. Yeah. I mean, like the rabid diehard fans. Now, did they? Take but some... I mean, literally everybody had a fucking Austin three sixteen yeah. shirt. Maybe, yeah, maybe funny. you can say it was um, Jericho or Eddie Guerrero. Maybe I'll Rey Mysterio. You, I'll tell you right now who it was. Now you can say it's fucking Kenny Omega. One hundred percent. The biggest cult following was Rob Van Dam. Mm. Rob Van Dam's fans were fucking insane. Every single person in the EC, like in any arena that ECW went, everyone did the thumb gimmick and fucking Rob Van Dam. They all were there to see anybody him. with a gimmick. There was there was a do. lot of people yeah. like that. I mean, look, remember Al Snow with head? head. How many prosthetic heads want? were there? That's true. You know what I mean? But but still, like you know. There was nothing like Rob Van Dam. Like when he came out and you heard fucking walk from Pantera coming, mm-hmm. the crowd went ape shit immediately. They all knew that this fucking guy was going to come out and put on literally the best match of the night every single time, no matter what company you worked. At. Fast forward to that now. What do you think of someone like Cesaro? Because everybody knows that he doesn't you know, have the cult following. He, well, but like, he has the following of the like the like the hardcore fans smart, where he's like, yeah, you know, you, you gotta you gotta do more. You know, you got to be more. You got to get more from from me. He's he's the next guy. You got to give him more rock. You know what I mean? He's the next guy (laughs) that we want. But I mean, I'm just talking about like immediately. Well, I would say Rob Van Dam and the other one is CM Punk. CM Punk. Also, dude, you can't fucking deny. No, I know. I know. You can't deny that. But but again, for me, he didn't do it for me that much. Yeah. But like, look at the guys that followed him from ROH to Impact and fucking all those guys are in WWE right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody was in ROH. ROH is class. Seth Rollins included Dude, in that. Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, um, uh, CM Punk, S- Samoa Joe, all those fucking guys. ROH guys. Like, all on the same card. Amazing. All on the same card. Oh, yep. uh, I think 06 through 2010. Yeah. If you look at those cards, because they put out, like let's say, a roster or a yearbook photo of those guys, they're all up here, have yeah. been up here. Well, I think, like... Punk came here like 07, 06? Yeah, didn't he start in ECW though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But that yeah, that, no, that was... was a great that was a great question. That's a buddy, a friend of the family, uh Darnell. He lives in uh he lives in Tampa. Nice. He said that uh Mania Weekend down there was pretty crazy. Awesome. Who who picks next? Just pick it. <laughs> Good. Pew pew. Hands in the cookie jar. Oh, I guess we have uh an at on uh uh, IG. It's a nice. WWE fan one zero one four. Sweet. So again, this is a uh, question from WWE fan one zero one four on Instagram. Thank you for that. Question is the best NXT match of all time. God. Um. Damn. Which is coming from somebody who probably loves them some NXT. Yeah. So great yeah, question. Great I question. Love great, great question. We're great recording question. this on Tuesday. Everybody, uh, eight o'clock. I'm DVRing it right now. Or Eight, 10 oh, tonight. It's, it's almost there. Yeah. The best NXT match of all time. Maybe we haven't seen it yet because we were just talking about it. Yeah. You know right. what, what yeah. could be? How, I mean, listen, that 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 Balor, mm. Balor, um, Balor Cole was great both times that they they yeah. fought. Walter versus uh, a lot of, Pete Dunn 
for the and uh, for the UK title when, won when, it. when Walter won was oh, very. They say, Ty- they say Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. That, that was great. awesome. Low but that key. was that was UK though. That wasn't NXT. Yeah. So where I'm going with this is low key. If you do have a little extra time, which we know wrestling's everywhere, so it's hard to find time. Watch some NXT UK. They're crushing it. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. oh nobody. I feel like they're not getting a, a rap. They would put anything out oh they put all these other guys everything that they do it's like it's it's, cl- it's not what you see no on friday because it's, it's that british strong style stuff Monday. yeah it's, it's definitely like watching, unique to them and i love it yeah it's like watching william regal everybody like everybody <laughs> everybody's william regal. is william regal and it's great because william regal 100 percent completely underrated um I mean, his shit is wild, and that's like what the NXT UK is doing, and it's wonderful. You have it's um, and ex- it's really good. I think you have Takeover um, New Orleans. You have uh, Gargano versus Andrade. People keep talking about that match a lot. It's that always comes match. up. Anything with Gargano, Gargano Champa one through whatever seven is great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I I was there at Brooklyn to watch one of those uh, matches. Okay, yes, and it was very good. I mean, I think it was the 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 false kind of anywhere street fight. Yeah, uh, with Gargano and Champa at in Brooklyn, that was awesome. Um, uh, but I mean, you had Samoa Joe versus uh, Finn Balor too. Yeah, what takes the cake for me though is you know is Walter. I think that he's he's the he's the prime. He's like Walter's like the like the best cut of meat. You know what I mean? Like he's like prime. He's mm, like he's oh, fucking tomahawk. awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean. And his match with Pete Dunne to become NXT UK champion was like a twenty five minute banger. And it was right in the middle of the show, I remember, too, because it was at a t- it was in Brooklyn, a takeover of Brooklyn. He had a, a Walter had a match against uh, Leah Dragunov yep. recently on a takeover yeah. that, bl- black something or whatever when they, uh, again, it's the UK. That was really good, too. It was the same night where the opening match of that show was the Viking or the, the War Raiders mm. against uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black in the last match of those two had an NXT, which was also a banger. Wow. wow. That whole entire pay-per-view was a fucking banger. I got a random one, but I really, really enjoyed when Sami Zayn won the yeah. NXT belt from Neville. Yep. Yeah. That, that was, was actually my first introduction into a little backstory there. Um, That was my first introduction into like NXT programming. Yeah. That was I the year that. that I got hurt. I had my car accident. And I just met you. I just started working back at Seabrook, mm-hmm. and this was December of fourteen. Two thousand fourteen was that NXT Arrival? I think it Revolution. was Revolution. 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 Yeah. That R- was Kevin Owens' Evolution. debut. That's correct. And who did Where he, he face in the CJ first Parker. match? Yep. That's yep. CJ Parker. Broke his nose. Broke his yeah. nose. Yep. I just remember the running, the running cannonball, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you know. But the heat that he got after that, when he took out Sami Zayn, was, it really was nuclear heat. Because Sami, Sami Heat, heat yes. was the baby of that. You know, he was yeah. like the guy. Mm-hmm. But that match was great, leader. though. Yeah, that oh, match yeah. was great with Sami and freaking Neville, and like just the crowd pop was wild, and Sami feeling it like he's like in the corner, he goes, "Come on, motherfucker!" And like because he wants to end it, yeah. Like it was just so sick, and like uh, Vince even like it was, she was like, "Bro, you watch your mouth." <laughs> like, yeah. like sitting out there, NXT like, got some great pops. I remember when yeah. when Finn Balor debuted first as the Demon. It was an yeah. attack match with Hideo Itami against yeah. the Ascension. Yeah. Yes. That, but now, that was a huge pop. That was a huge pop because yeah. the Ascension they were, they, they were, were top of the t- they, they were huge. tag team champions. Yeah. yeah, they were huge. You know, I what would I mean? take I would take them as a tag team. 
Like, if I'm, like, creating, like, a fucking indie company, wow, I would take them as a tag team because I think they're, like, good talent, wow. but they were just a horrible gimmick. I think you're a horrible person <laughs> for saying that. He hates, the, he hates the Ascension just as much as he hates Hulk Hogan. Uh, look, I'm not saying number one, but, I no. mean, I think they're actually good in the ring. He was number one, Mr. Krabs. That was a great question. Thank you, WWE fan. Uh, here's another one. We got uh, Can't See Me 18. Nice name. Is that Christine? <laughs> it was from IG from Instagram. Can't See Me 18. Promote it on Epper Records. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, man. Well, uh, thank you for following us and uh, sending in a question. Most embarrassing moment in WWE history. Oh, okay. Wow. How much Easily, time? We got? Wow. That could have been one, the first question. The number one most embarrassing moment, oh boy. hands down, has to be Vince McMahon to John Cena, you can't see me, <laughs> dropping the end bomb. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I pretty mean, bad. Fucking embarrassing for everybody. Involved. I missed that. I wasn't watching. Really? I wasn't Do- watching oh wrestling. Do rag Vince. Do rag Vince oh, goes up to fucking John Cena. Keep it up. Oh, in the oh, in the back. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I back. seen that. Okay, okay. Booker T is and then there Booker too. T is like, "Tell me you did yeah. not just yeah. say that." And Charmelle's with him. Embarrassing. They pulled that on Peacock. It's all of course they, they did. No pulled shit. It. Yeah. Another another one is. I, I didn't know what you're talking about. But another now one I do, is, yeah. is when Roddy Piper was half black, black half white yeah. against yeah. WrestleMania yeah, Six. That's fucking embarrassing. Um, DX going full but, blackface. I mean, but it's totally so. To piggyback, go backwards a little bit. I watched about a quarter of the Piper documentary. Roddy Piper. We have to do an episode just on him. Can we agree yeah, to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Talking about his blackface venture, which it's not right. I'm going to get that out of the way. We all know that. But it was totally like in his wheelhouse with what he's always been doing. So it's he like. He pushes the envelope as far as you can take all it. All the time. Yeah. And in his documentary, they talked about when he was in Mexico and played the bagpipes. He said, I'm going to play you the Mexican national anthem. And he plays La Cucaracha. <laughs> and he said, chair, steel chairs were whizzing past his head. And he got hit with bottles. And yeah. he said this, he had, he feared for his life. That was like when him and Flair were in Puerto Rico together. Him and Flair go to Puerto Rico. R- Ronnie Piper's talking shit to like all these different people in bars and, mm-hmm. and, and at the wrestling arena. And like Flair had to change the finish because... They both would have walked out of that place dead if Flair went over. So, like, that just tells you. And the amount of times that he got kicked off planes, the amount of times where he got, you know, pulled over for doing something stupid. Piper was a fucking crazy guy. I, I want to say that Piper can go down as one of the top heels of all time. And Absolutely. probably does not get the credit for uh-huh. it. Because the heat that he had was so nuclear. His character versus his actual self, his real self. Mm-hmm were polar opposites absolutely and like oh my god um, absolutely i gotta finish watching and I'll, I'll finish watching it tonight after nxt i hope and if not tomorrow when i get home from work but i, I just had to i had just had to make that known roddy piper was great there were a and, lot and, of them and his right so it was like the three amigos it was roddy piper uh Cowboy Bob Orton, who, guess what? He had the fucking cast on. Which, oh, yes. You know, we all know he wore for like 10 years. Yeah, and he's probably still wearing it today. Living the gimmick. And, and uh, Paul Orndorff. Yeah. Uh, man, the heat. Yeah. yeah. They coined the term nuclear heat. Those Absolutely. three were out of control. Yeah. And the- There was something you never seen. The war to settle the score. That whole situation, how that came about with Cindy Lauper and everything. 
That was great too. That was awesome. Watch the documentary. Get some time. Yeah. Watch that first. That's a great. Unfortunately for me, Optimum sucks ass, and I and I lost that channel because I degraded my cable. Mm, but that's gonna damn, come on Hulu. Really? On yeah, it's, it's huh. gonna come on Hulu. But um, it, now not just embarrassing moments like embarrassing you know, moments. Un- unfortunately, yeah, you know. But- well, I mean, blackface, that's any, anything racist you can consider. Yeah, anything it. racist is very, very it's bad. Which for us, as a community, it's just yeah. like, you know. Yeah. I mean, if now, let's let's be real. We did laugh. We all did laugh. If we're going towards the wrestling but approach, I mean, some of the matches they came I up got with. One. The, the kennel from hell was a horrible, embarrassing Everything moment. that they're putting the brawl on Monday Night Raw. Not, uh, brawl for brawl all. For all I kennel enjoyed from Brawl hell. for All when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, but it ruined a lot of careers, unfortunately. Well, we didn't really know that. Yeah. No, I'm 13 years old. The stuff with... Um, so they brought LOD 2000 and then they were making when they fun were making of, fun of Hawk's Hawk drinking. Problem. Yeah. When yeah, he's up on the scaffolding up. on top of the oh, thing, fell off the, titan. Pretty shitty. fell off the Titan Tron yeah, in the back. Yeah. 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 That was bad. Okay. Yeah. So those are like legitimately embarrassing things. Now this is embarrassing to a fan base where, oh, where they insult our intelligence. They week? insult our <laughs> intelligence where they sign a new wrestler. They go out and say this man can outwork anybody. Oh god! They go out and say this signing is going to change the industry and change the company. What time? Uh, and then an you, hour, an hour and twenty-eight. And then you people paid sixty dollars to buy this pay-per-view. Sixty-five. But sixty-five dollars to see this pay-per-view. Sixty-eight after tax. And yeah. the motherfucker that comes out behind the curtain is fucking Christian. That is embarrassing. Christian. You should be ashamed of yourself. Christian. That was more embarrassing. Christian. That was more embarrassing than the Joe Dirt fireworks they did at the end of that fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> With snakes and sparklers. At least you tried. I like snakes and sparklers as well. <laughs> at least you tried. It's not you. It's the consumer. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Dirt. consumer don't give a fuck about Christian. Next question, quick dump. RKO all day on Instagram. Here's another guy, another Instagram Ooh, person. All right. Thank you. This follow. is this is the question. These? This is uh, some are direct messages. Uh, How do you book Walter joining WWE Raw oh. or SmackDown? This guy listens. This guy listens. To the uh, yeah, pod. this definitely. How do you book Walter on Raw or SmackDown? Well, we all, first, uh, let's say where does let's he go? Put our collective boners away, guys. Let's. Where does he go? <laughs> Tuck it up in the belt. I think SmackDown. No, he can't. Dude, he he would be great on Raw. He would be awesome. Maybe better on Raw. You I would think have he would to go on build Raw. around him. Yes, hundred percent. Raw. You have to build around him whatever. You have to build around him without any company he goes to, yeah. or like any show that he goes to. I would. I'm sorry to kind of jump in on this before you guys. I know I didn't read the question, but this just popped in my mind. I would absolutely love to see a feud of Roman Reigns against Walter. Paul Heyman turns on Roman Reigns and takes Walter and starts a dangerous alliance with bing, Walter bing, bing. as yeah. the main guy. Holy fucking shit! There you go. All right, guys, we're gonna end the podcast. <laughs> is he is is Great he episode. is he well known enough? Yes, for that to happen. Paul Heyman will put smart. Him over. I Paul, mean, yeah, Paul Heyman exactly. will make it work. That's the right way to do it. I'd love to see him with somebody. Like uh, he doesn't need it, but if he had a First manager, all, I, I like that guy with a manager. His English is actually that good. But yeah, I didn't realize that until yeah. he recently cut a. Promo. He's from Austria, right? Yeah, he's yeah, from Austria. Austria. Yeah. Um, but that that's beside the point. Good day, mate. How about another shrimp on a barbie? <laughs> Dumb and dumber joke. Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, what? <laughs> the party just died. <laughs> I, was, I was going with Dumb and Dumber. I'm not that much of an idiot. Super kick party just totally ended. Um, yeah, that's a man. 
of Walter. Whew. I I would put him on Raw. I why SmackDown? Is why just, it's just too populated. The thing is, they need him on Raw. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you need, if you need, that's part me. of the problem. It's the same reason why AJ Styles went to SmackDown same, when he debuted. Same think thing about why it. Why Rhea Ripley's not gonna pan out on Raw? When AJ went to SmackDown, it was him and Ambrose for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Because those two guys they held worked the belts well together. together. They That's had it. to. They held the belts. No, you, you you couldn't put them on Rob Rollins and, and Reigns and, and all those what? guys. They made that show the A show. Exactly. And then so, they were like, no, no, we can't have this because those guys were out, <laughs> out, out working, working everybody. everybody. Um, no, but, and mean, they were like, eh, we're going to just switch things up and switch people. And then, then they totally blew SmackDown down. No, know, but, but the fact that we keep talking about Walter in this way that he can, he's like, you know, I'm saying that he's a second coming of Christ because he is that good. Is that you should put him on Raw to build that back up to where it's supposed to be? Because it's so bad, it's like seventy thirty. He's that Raw. good, but also the 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 characters that he he's gone up against also make him that much better too. Yeah. So you almost have to bring them all up. Just change, keep everybody on the same show, and just change the name of each show to the opposite. And then I think that's how you do it. But, I mean, here's the problem that we face now. The writing is the same. See, the writing's well, the same in each fucking show. No, the writing's on the wall. Talk. So, I mean, if Paul Heyman's legitimately not in it anymore, of the, you know, how he got switched from back and forth or whatever, yeah. it depends on how much he's actually invested into the product. Like, if he's, in, I think he's invested more in SmackDown than he's actually saying is. I think Bruce Pritchard is more invested in Raw than SmackDown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, think Pr- I think Raw, I think Pritchard is more Raw. Pritchard is becoming the Vince McMahon where he's just out of touch and just going yeah. back to old tropes. And these old fucking washed up dudes need to get the fuck out they of do. here. You gotta like clean, you, they do. You got to clean. WWE started cleaning house. They fired Mark Carano, but that's because I mean, he did a bad, he's an bad, ass. He, he is an asshole, yeah, but bad. that's beside the point. Yeah. Um. Well, they need to do that with all those other guys. But like there's other people there to steer the ship. You know, it's one thing about like, so I'm a manager at work. Uh, Me too. Tom, you are, too. You have to eventually trust the people that you work with, but you can only trust them so much because if you don't train them right or whatever, then they're never going to excel. They can only be as good as you're going to be with them. And that's what I'm learning. It's hard to learn and hard to teach at the same time, but that's the conclusion you have to make. And they have to do the same thing on SmackDown. Well, Vince McMahon hasn't trusted anybody for 38 years. Right. Yeah, he wants the finger on the pulse until his pulse is literally gone. Mm-hmm. He was printing and that can't happen. He was printing money in the Attitude well, Era, at a, you know he was printing money like that because he he was so invested in the product and he put himself out there more than he's ever done before. And literally you, put himself over. If you if you look if you look at he won the, the rumble. If you look at the history of of what Vince McMahon did back from eighty five to ninety four. No one knew that he owned the fucking WWE. He was a yeah. commentator. He was, he was a commentator. A commentator. Yep. He was the occasional. Con- he was the commentator. He would, he would do like for that superstars. Talk yeah, Tuesday segment. Night Titans. He did. Yep. He was a commentator on on um superstars slash the wrestling challenge. I think there was a show back in the day wrestling in USA. Challenge. Yep. And then he was doing that up he, until the screw job. Yeah, up until the screw that job. Was it. That's no one knew who the fuck he was as far until as he came out the as the character. Yeah, he yep. came out as Mr. McMahon. He got emotionally invested in Stone Cold. Stunner after stunner after stunner. He wins the Royal Rumble. 
peak McMahon. I want to kill him he, just like just so you do in this room too. too. Yeah, he was a he champion, was champion too. But again, WWE he was, smoked his own supply. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it, like that. Oh, yeah. You know, it has never been that big because he was invested in it like that. Yeah. Now he now he goes to work. He's worth he's worth two point one billion dollars, and he's putting his whole company in the hands of guys that are with him, riding along with him since eighty seven. Yeah. Right. Which eventually, guess what? Like everything, everything changes. It does change, you know, and everything gets newer, and, and trends change, and whatever. Yeah. You can't Everybody if you don't change and adapt. Dies. Yeah, if you don't change and adapt, then you're already lost. Yeah, but and that's why you know, like stuff with AEW, that's why that's there. Yeah, but like I'm just saying that to to put Walter on either show, it's gonna emotionally hurt him right now because what what is he going to do right away because is he, he is he going to yeah. be a belt holder or is he going to stick in the area where it's not touched by Vince McMahon to prove how dominant of a wrestler he actually is or does he just bury him like he normally does like what what happened to Keith Lee so so he joins the list of Keith Lee a long Andrade. list is a long list they, no walter is far too good to that's probably true that you know what that's that probably true to the point where get he'll get him here's the thing though yeah. a lot of smarks said the same fucking thing about keith lee which is true too but but keith lee also had like injuries like all this other kind of shit happened yeah but no I, I didn't know about his heart condition until a yeah, month I ago about that two months ago no i mean lucky son of a bitch me a yim good mm -hmm. for him Hallelujah. Good for him. Hallelujah. But I mean, like, Walter's in the same territory where it's like, I want to see Walter come up. He deserves a shot. Keith Lee deserved the fucking shot, too. He came yeah. up. He got fucking buried. Walter, I I hope that they don't bury him whenever they he comes up. Dude. They absolutely won't. Like, it's, they, it's as tough. long as as long as he's just not on the show that Vince isn't watching much that day. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, that's the only way you're going to win. Look, he already has one name. So Vince doesn't have to worry there about dropping go. the extra name for him. Yep. So he yeah. already has a step. Well, ahead he might in the call him Walt. Walt. Yeah. yeah. He might give him a last name, Disney. Oh yeah. Tur. <laughs> you know what I mean? Walt. 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 Yeah. Sir. Old man Walt. Yeah. yeah. Now I I think that uh, he's got a bright future no matter what. Yeah. And if they don't see money in them, then they it's officially that they're fucking blind. Yeah. Well, but I mean, one hundred percent. You he's see, got a good upside. Here's the thing. Why do we? It always goes back to the to the reason why we do this podcast. We watch wrestling for different reasons, yeah. right? We watch I watch wrestling for the art the and sport of it. Trying to target exactly. Right little Timmy down it's the not block for us. It's for little Timmy. Little Timmy really down the block is. may like uh, Roman Reigns, or he may like Edge because because of you know how he talks and how he walks to the ring. Edge can be the worst wrestler in the world. You know he he can That's like yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like. I like wrestling for the art and sport of it to watch these guys wrestle. I can tell Walter's a good wrestler. I can tell that he's better than 95% of the wrestlers on the main roster now. But he's not going to come up because he just doesn't have that it thing yet in the eyes of Vince McMahon. He could get an it thing. And that's where you pair him with a, a Heyman that's or a great somebody. Idea. Or you give him a heater. That's a great idea. I mean, he idea. is a heater. He's a big that dude. That is a great idea. There's you, no other manager a... that can be with him except Paul Heyman. He's holding his own in Imperium. Because yeah. Imperium is doing the work for him, so like yeah. they're getting that over on their own. You so, hear, you hear Walter's music, you automatically know the shit's going down. Yeah, you don't, you you can't say that about other guys. Maybe Roman Reigns because you know something's going to happen big, mm -hmm. right? If I hear Daniel Bryan's music, I'm thinking of of some promo of him wanting to be a champion again. If I'm hearing Cesaro's music, I'm hearing about the fact that he gets cut off by wrestler back in the second week in a row. 
He got cut off by talking again. Yep. What does that tell you? They can't trust Cesaro's talking yet. For two weeks in a fucking row. He holds he, the mic and goes to open his mouth, and then that's it. Like, Or they're doing it on purpose because no, we all know that. They're doing that on purpose. Yeah. They're, they're, again, they're leaning into what everybody's been saying for a long time and what everybody really knows. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. but that's actually good writing. Yeah. And guess and guess what show he's on. Boom. Boom. All right. Next question. Because this episode's getting long. Oh, it's me. Give Walter the title. Every title. Give Walter the Women's title. title. I don't care. Every title. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. From Ed. Waltina. Ed, stop Walter versus Charlotte. From Big, from Big Ed's Barbecue. Uh, the most overrated wrestlers of all time. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> stop. God, here we go. Sting, Triple H, Ultimate Warrior, and... Wow, right off the bat, I mean, uh, I, I, I can't do that. It's <laughs> Sting, 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 Triple Goldberg. H, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, and oh, you don't like that into, one, do you? He went into it. You don't like that one, do you? I I don't know. How, I always liked him, yeah. but I never like loved him, Yeah, you know? Like I was always like this guy. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't his cup of tea. Homeboy came out the Motorhead, so I mean, I was like, yeah, okay, right, I, I fuck with that. Uh, my fourth, I don't know. It's hard. It is hard. I I'll Hulk, stick. I'll stick with my three while I think of the fourth. Hulk you Hogan is totally overrated. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Wrestling wise, it, again, why do we watch I, wrestling? Again, again, yeah. Yeah. You know, why do we watch wrestling? It, it depends on what, how you classify it. What do we yeah. need four? Yeah. Oh, whatever you All can right. do. We can add another head to Rushmore if you have to. Christian, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Hulk what? Hogan, Jeff Jarrett, Ultimate was... Warrior, and the Young Bucks. People said Jeff Jarrett was great. Where did I miss that conversation? <laughs> he was WCW fucking champion. Slap nuts, man. Slap nuts. Fuck WCW. He had a lot of airtime during the Attitude Era, man. Fuck I mean, the he WCW. Was he was, yeah. he was funny. Champion. He was not funny. He was fucking stupid. Well, we'll talk about embarrassing moments. How well, about when you're like 13 years old, moment? everything's fun. With like China. a good housekeeping yeah. match with China. Yeah, it was cool. Like, you know, the China won. There's okay. no need to have that bullshit of good housekeeping. Women need to be in the good. Like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't like, I don't like one, two, three, kid. My own yeah, personal no. reasons. <laughs> um, Overrated. Watch his matches. Yeah, I know. Okay, I know you're going to fucking say it. Watch his matches. Uh, you know, I'm going to throw someone up there. It's just like an A for me. I'm going to say Road Dog. Didn't do it for me. Yeah, but he's not, he's not like a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Like. Well, no. To, well, I mean, yeah. he's just an overrated wrestler. You got to think of like like big people to like, like put ooh, on this. Whoa. You know. Definitely, we all agree. But on Christian's on your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Touche. And so is Jeff Jarrett. Touche. Yeah. Come right. on. I yeah, mean, but they were. I mean, they were more. In, this uh, is. This I hate to admit they were more important than Road Dog. Right. But, this isn't yeah. your who who do I hate more list. No. Oh, yeah. It's just who do you think is overrated, which is oh, a completely different uh, yeah, list. I mean, Although some people can kind of go between the two, but yeah, um, I mean those guys that I mentioned are completely fucking overrated. <laughs> what do you, what what about like someone like Kevin Nash? Yeah, mm. yeah, Kevin yes. Nash. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Kevin Nash, Goldberg. I, I'm not a WCW. Uh, I mean I'll Goldberg, just, yeah. Goldberg. Yeah, I mean he won Trick Pony, but he got so much positive. Positive heat from the fans. I'll, I'll say the one that everybody fucking gives me shit over. I I always say Bret Hart's overrated. Talent wise, no, he was very good. He was very good he in was the very ring. Very good in the he ring. He was very bad on the but mic. He was of execution. And he was wet not interesting. He's a wet mop. To me. That's right. He, he was, was a, a wet totally mop. Wet. phenomenal. Yeah, no, phenomenal that wet wrestler. mop could work. 
But he was a. He could have put the company over if he had more charisma. If you put if you put Owen's charisma, tough like a steak. Now that would be a. You put Owen's charisma and Bret Hart's body with Bret Hart's style of wrestling. It'd be awesome. But that's why Bret Hart was what he was because he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't Owen Hart. Owen Hart could like you know back up and like talk and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bret was a yes man and whatever until like the end. Mm -hmm. But um, shit, I just had a really good. Overrated one. I completely fucking forgot. Uh, all right, moving on. <laughs> Damn it, that kills me. It's all right. CM Punk overrated. No, no. it's kind of like on that level, though. Um, yeah, whatever. The I'm Miz? just throwing people out there. Nah, not The Miz. The Miz is fine. The Miz actually came along. The Miz is what he is. Yeah, yeah. He, is, he is like, what he is. He just is what he is. He, he's, a great, he's a great personality that makes a lot of money for WWE on you know, the USA and shit, too. Yeah. With all the movies he's did and the shows that he hosted, so yeah, he's a personality. Yeah, he made his own path. He did good for him, but he also stayed within his lane. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, we got Jason Tullock, manager, superstar, dream teams. If you could have one manager and one superstar as the ultimate combo, who would it be? Walter, Walter and Paul <laughs> Heyman. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Just keep moving. Here we go. We spent way Walt, too much time Walt, on Walter and Paul Heyman. Anthony Pino, who is the best father-son or father-daughter combo in wrestling history? I mean, the obvious answer, you're gonna, everyone's going to say, well, Charlotte and Ric Flair. But, I mean, father and son or father and daughter? I mean, Jeff's going to say the Mysterios, which is... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff, I just answered your question for you. Yeah. Oh, how about Ted DiBiase for you and Ted DiBiase Jr.? No, I just didn't do it for me with Jr. I mean, yeah, obviously. I would say family-wise, I'm going to say the trilogy of the Ortons because yeah. you had, from, from what we learned from Tito, was that Bob Orton's father trained Tito. Yeah. Bob Orton had an awesome career. I mean, he never got the push, but he was always in the middle he as was, part of that the was, triangle he was, of heat, as you he, say. He was always and there. And you look at Randy Orton, fourteen-time champion. So I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna That's stick away lineage. from. I'm gonna stick away from the obvious answer is Flair, but I'm gonna say the Ortons. Like, and this is like what greatest? Yeah. Oh. Or your most favorite? Oh, go go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, you, you can go down to the Rock. I mean, with, uh, yeah, like Rock you know and Rocky I mean? Johnson. I mean, yeah. You know. Just legendary, yeah, absolutely legendary. Those two. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to not choose them. Yeah, because you, you don't have. It's a hard question because there's not a lot to choose from. I personally, I really liked Curtis Axel. Like I, I yeah. kind of really did. You know what? I, I wanted see, I didn't so much see enough more. Curtis Axel. I, ironically, he was yeah. paired with Paul Heyman. But go ahead. You're right. I, I yeah. wanted yeah. so much more out of him, but I mean, it was just, I don't know. I don't know. Unfortunately, uh, that yeah. didn't pan out the way that we. What about a uh, Sting and Darby Allen? Sting <laughs> 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 and Darby. Oh God. Taz and Hook. Yeah. Taz and Hook. Taz and Blues Traveler. The Hook will bring you there. Andrew Story on Facebook. Okay. Best wrestler to never win a major world championship. Ooh, Andrew's my boy. Um, well, go ahead, Tom. Uh, Ted DiBiase. Uh, <laughs> oh, Rick <yeah>. Martel. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's true though, but I mean, You're doing too many of these. Yeah, you're not wrong. Right? You're not yeah, wrong. yeah. I mean, I mean, to we win know, a major, all the golden era guys. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, to win a major title, it's one of those guys. Yeah, but I mean, again, to win a major title, Owen Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Again, to win a major title, Owen Hart. Owen Hart is the answer to a lot of questions. Yeah. Do you realize o- that? Owen Hart. That's, that's that makes me upset. Another that, one that makes me feel gypped. Yeah. 
I would have loved to seen Dean Malenko be an Intercontinental Champion. That's just me. Yeah. But again, Dean Malenko couldn't talk for shit, but his wrestling was awesome. <laughs> I know. Wrestling was amazing. He is horrible. You know He's what I mean? horrible on the mic. Yeah. I, I mean, like, do you consider Andre's reign? Like, I mean, it was it was champion for a day, really. Yeah, I mean, he gave about the Ted. And Ted defended against Bam Bam Bigelow on house shows. I guess. I, yeah, so, I mean, Andre. Yeah. Andre should have been champion forever. Right. Based on but the But that's gimmick. the only reason why he wasn't champion. Because how do you get it off him? This is a this is a great question. Well, this is from Stacy Hawks on the Promote Your Podcast page on Facebook. Oh, okay. It, it's 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 a very basic question, but I think she answered she asked it because she wanted to hear what her answer was. Maybe we should promote it. Yeah. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, good, good. Cool. But, I mean, cut very cut and dry, straight to the point. I mean, my favorite wrestler of all time is the Undertaker. Um. Uh. Just the presence and the style of him in the ring. He was doing stuff for his size that, I mean, at the time, I mean, you look at Bam Bam and yeah. you look at guys like Vader. Who it was, were like, it was very were new. guys, but like he I was a tall under, guy. Yeah, they, I consider him big man. We had this conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Know, it was like there's the tall guy and uh -huh. the big guy. And the white guy. Like Again, little... Yokozuna moved like a cat, but so did the Undertaker. Yeah. So, I mean, like for me, it's just. But for his... being as tall as Undertaker oh, yeah. is, it's just yeah. a freak athlete. But, I mean, the, the him being the complete athlete and the music and the, the look and Paul Bearer. It's the best gimmick everything, of all time. It's the best gimmick of all time, and he's my favorite wrestler of all time for that reason. So he's he's very complete. Yeah. For me, for me, I have two. It's Mr. Perfect and Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm -hmm. um, Bam Bam, I'm a big man, so I always liked his persona. I'm from Jersey. I, you know, I have just a lot of things about Bam Bam that I. It, like, it, he spoke it, to me. It hits like, hard. He to completely you. spoke to me. Do you ever meet so, him? No. No. Wow. And that fucking sucks. Wow. Like. Uh, that's like the biggest gripe. Christine used world. to see him all the time because yeah. uh, he used to drop his daughter off at CCD. He used, he used to fish at, Oak, at uh, Echo Lake. Yeah. He used to fish there all the time, but he I was used too to, young to like, you know, go walk over there. Christine and, like, used to, she can tell you the story. He used to drive a red Corvette and he used to drop off his daughter yeah. at CCD and pick <laughs> yeah. her up every every Thursday. She's have a son. He has a son too. Yeah. 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 He was a wrestler too. On Facebook. He's a good yeah. dude. Um, but Mr. Perfect for me, I mean, he was. He was the number one wrestler that I remembered, like yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Like his shit just always hit home to me. I always liked the heels. Um, his work in the ring was amazing. His talk was amazing. Everything about Mister Perfect was literally absolutely perfect. And he beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar on a plane. Go ahead. Boom. What about who, you, Alex? Who did? Mister Perfect did. Uh, oh yeah, wow! Mister Perfect beat up. Rock. Yeah, on the plane ride from hell. Who's your favorite oh, wrestler of all oh, time? Man. Uh, for those who are uh, who don't already know, it's Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah. and a close second is The Rock. The two of those, I mean, it, it for me, like to Jeff's point, it's like uh, the, the people they they move the needle. I mean, these these guys were great, and like The Rock, eh, oh man, I would love to meet him. Obviously, that's far fetched, but you know, come on. Oh, you guys are right, picking? We're, no, we're no, we're down to two questions left in this. Wow. There we go. All right, uh, let's see. What do we got here? Jason Tellick, uh, how does the business change when Vince kicks the bucket? I mean, obviously, it's going to be for the better because... He's out of touch. Uh, uh, yeah, it, he, he's living in 19... And, that, and that's a very he, morbid question, He's too. living in 87, it, look, but we're it's not 2021. Wishing death upon I know, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Let's no, backtrack no. a little bit. Right? You yeah. know, it's, let's be honest here. It's just... Uh, let, let's not say death. Let's say uh, official retirement. 
Yeah, yeah. that's better. That's better. Gets away. It changes the business a lot. You see, you see more creative storylines. You'll see more. Uh, You're not going to get poop jokes. Yeah, gritty know, programs. Like, You're not going to see any food getting thrown on no, national television. No, here, here, Ron let Stroman's me play. It's not going to get green gack yeah. like thrown on him. <laughs> let me, let me play devil's advocate here, right? Okay. Who's to say that's Vince's idea? I think a lot of it is. Still. But I mean, who's. It's uh, also Vince's boys. Yeah. Right. It's so the that, crew. That's, that's a, the thing. It's that's not a, just Vince. I think that's an even better question. It's is Vince's click. When his click. Is yeah. gone when they're gone. Which I mean, the next step kinda, moves up. Yeah, you know, like the, like the Triple H when they get their stuff sent to them in a garbage bag, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the next like crop of people move up. Like, you know what I was whether reading? Whether it be Triple H or Ste- or Stephanie or whatever, or whatever. Yeah, do you know? Do you know who produced every single women's match at WrestleMania this uh, year? TJ. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Tyson Kidd. That's wild. Yeah. Good he's, for him. He's doing him. it. See, Tyson Kidd yeah. proves it right there. If he can do all the women's matches and, and whatever and, and do it so well. And oh, he's... there's a father-son one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that uh, wrestling will be a lot better when Vince steps away. Steps mm-hmm. away. There you um, go. Steps away. And, I, I do, too. I mean, yeah. the writing's on the wall. You watch NXT. Guess who's taking care? DX is handling that show. Yeah, three quarters of DX yeah. is handling all that show. It's Steve Carino. Steve Carino's yeah. a freaking trainer down there. Yeah, and Shawn Michaels has good eyes while watching the matches too. <laughs> so he's got one eye on the yeah. match and the other on the back door. So, right? so there comes a time at the satchel where we always empty the satchel. So Alex has the honor of answering the last question in the wrestling satchel for the month of April. It'd be a pleasure to empty your bag, Tom. Thank you. Giggity. I'll ask Christine because she's not doing it. Oh, from from our boy Garrett. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Garrett. what up, Garrett? Thank you for sending Thank the you question. Thank you. Save the best for last. Ah, here we go. Most overrated wrestler in the business from any company right now. Oh, right now. Right now. Right now. That's Who's why this question is overrated. Right, right now. now. Well, how many bucks. people in AEW? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you could do like every company. You got the, Young Bucks for sure. You got the yeah, definitely the Young Bucks. Um, most overrated. Okay, so like, let's do it this way: most overrated guy on Raw and most overrated guy on SmackDown. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so you, the most overrated guy on Raw is it's 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 only like seven I, guys to choose from. I don't I know. Like, like, like people are gonna give me shit for this. Uh, I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. I'm totally going to say Drew McIntyre. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> You're like, Not oh, that I boy. don't like him, but mm-hmm. he's just totally overrated. He's becoming the one-trick pony that everybody knew was coming. Absolutely. Yeah. He is. He's getting the Roman Reigns treatment. Yeah, Drew Reigns. Drew Reigns. Yeah. Yeah, Ro- Charlotte Reigns, Drew Reigns. <laughs> Roman and, I, Reigns. and I still stick with yeah. his finishers of shits for a guy that big. It's <laughs> a drizzling shits. Uh, the most overrated wrestler on Raw. And remember, we're forgetting the women, too. You can add the women in that category, too. Shayna fucking Blazer. I mean, Shayna, Nia Jax. I mean... I mean, were we rating them high anyway? Again, you know people, what I mean? I mean, they're tag team champions. And yeah. Shayna remember was supposed to be the Miz was the champion, thing. too. Yeah, Shayna was supposed to be the big deal. Yeah, you're I right. think she's garbage, personally. Who? I don't think she's a good worker Who, at Shana? all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she needs to stick with MMA, because she's not, like, a wrestler wrestler. On most overrated now. Any I mean, promotion? on SmackDown, I would say King Corbin, but he's a very safe worker, apparently. So I really don't want to say that because he takes care I mean, of you. He's not a champion. But no, he's yeah, not a no, champion. I'm, I'm in the same boat where I would want to say that because I don't yeah, like him. Yeah, he really doesn't he bother is, me that much. I think he's crap. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's safe, so that's good. Yeah. Um, that's, I don't uh, know. I, I'm going to say... 
I mean, I'm, I, these I, are these are hard because it, it can cause mutiny. Like it's hard for me to go through SmackDown and figure somebody people. out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good that that's a good question because it's tough. Yeah, I don't want to say who I despise. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't want minutes. everybody to burn us because I'm, I'm throwing I'm, a per, I'm throwing a perfect game right now. Dominic Mysterio. Uh, see, you talked about it. You can't. Uh, um, I'm gonna yeah. say Dominic Mysterio is completely overrated. Uh, not that anybody. Uh, That's what I'm it, saying. The, Who's rating these I don't, people high though? Too That's fast. Dude, he works every too fast. Single too week. soon. He works every single week. He has a match. All right, so that he's on every. single So if you're on television, he gets he gets constant good matches. Like he gets like booked well. Chad Gable's very and underrated. He's terrible. Too, Chad Gable's underrated. Yes. Underrated. Um, very good wrestler. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. he is a wrestler. He's a match. Dominic wrestler. is completely overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Completely fucking overrated. I'm gonna say know, okay. Well, if we're talking about TV time, I'm gonna say Dana Brooke. I'll say any. I'll say any woman on Raw. I'm talking about like a lot of TV time. Well, Dana Brooke doesn't have. Well, lately, I mean, lately, yeah. WrestleMania. I guess so. And Mandy Rose has been a lot of TV time. Yeah, it's just an easy answer though. It's really hard to dissect everything. I mean, who do you want to say? You want to say Elias? I mean, but he's he's basically a jobber now. Your boy Jackson Riker, he's a fucking jobber. Fuck him again. Exactly. So I mean, if we're looking at people who had TV time, uh, Bro, it's most of the women. Nia Jax, can, most horrible wrestler in the world, but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm over Seth Rollins. See, I like Seth Rollins a lot. I, I can see I your like point, him, but I'm kind of over it. Yeah, because like, I'm over the gimmick. So I'm yeah. not over him personally. I think I'm over the gimmick and wherever he's trying to go with it. Yeah. So, so you know, leading... That's what I'll say, you know. I mean, leading out of this question... Hey, what about an AEW and, and stuff like that? Oh, Anywhere else? I mean, what other overrated. promotions? Anything in NXT? Anybody? Overrated in AEW? Easily the Young Bucks. Easily Christian. The, the Young Bucks, Christian. Um, <laughs> um, Kenny Omega's overrated, but... He's you know, good. Like, See, Kenny, he's good. Kenny Omega he's would good. be my A number one. I, he needs to he needs to stop doing a John Cena leg when he runs a fucking ropes. It drives me <laughs> that fucking insane. Oh, the I leg love, the leg up. I love the Cisco Niebert in you when you talk about that. <laughs> I love it in you. Um, what well, what was it? Something in Statler? What well, what the two guys from the uh from the Muppets? <laughs> oh yeah, when they're sitting in the. Uh, yeah. in the I little... am one hundred percent those old yeah. freaking yeah. Books. <laughs> I am a huge Muppet guy, by the way. Yeah, Just me too. It out there. I'm gonna I'm say the revival. Guys. I'm a Muppet Mark also. I'm gonna say the revival. Yeah, yes. fuck them. One yes. trick, one trick pony. Fuck the revival. I, I mean, like I appreciate I the them. old school look, old school feel of tag team. Yeah, but you're not Arn Anderson. Not, yeah, so get over you're, it. Not, you're not Arn and Tully, and no one will ever Bro, be. Bro, literally, he could go out and just put C W Anderson on his gear, and I still wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. fuck. <laughs> like it's the same person. Yeah, like he is the same fucking person. To me. But and it, the other guy, I don't even know his name, so I don't even fucking care. Whatever. So, Whatever. so it's funny <laughs> prove, as we prove my point as we as oh. we end the satchel on what was a, a very very interesting satchel for the month of April. We ended with the as fact we, that as we dry off for satchel, yeah, <laughs> it, we we end it with something that we're going to be talking about for the future episodes. Is where does the programming go from here, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm. Where does it go? We always say these wrestlers are overrated, underrated. No one's doing it right. What's really going to happen? You'll find out more when you listen more to this podcast. Again, you can always find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Um, Spotify, Google Podcast. I think I said that already. Um, but what's going on next week? Next week, I mean, it it kicks off 
from now until July. Not we, even kicking off. We're just still we're just riding, getting started. Riding a stroke next express. next week, we will have Tom Brandy, aka Salvador Sincere, on uh, on Sunset Flip Radio, a special interview that just kicks it off in the month of May, June, and now July. Uh, we are doing big things with uh, some special guests. And make sure you check us out on social media. We'll be posting our little calendar where you can see who we have coming on the show. And we have a special surprise for July, which we didn't even drop yet. And that's how you're going to find out. So in the meantime, enjoy that. You can find us on Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio. You can find us on Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. And the satchel is over for the month of April. As always, I'm the $100 man, Thomas Lee. always joins with the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton. Suave. And Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noyes. We are Sunset Flip Radio. If you want a sticker, if you want a shout out, A, ask us a question in the next satchel, and B, you can always message us. Uh, peace, love, and wrestling. And as always, take care. Later. Peace.